days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Uh, each episode, we review an older movie and a newer movie. Uh, usually horror, as the name of our show implies, but we mix in some other stuff. And this is our uh, action week. I think the last one we had was about three months ago, so I think we're going to try to make this kind of a quarterly thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. our goal is going to be this time to explore how our perceptions, I guess, of action remain the same. <laughs> Uh, but how it can change over time or whatever. I mean, action is action is as action does, right, Brian? Yeah, pretty much. How it can kick ass over time. <laughs> well, uh, here's the stuff we got to get out of the way. We're, we are going to include spoilers for the new film, everybody. If you're a relatively new listener, we, we will spoil the new film, but we're always on the new one. Uh, promise to wait until the very end of the show to do so. We're going to give you a spoiler alert that's very distinctive, and uh, you can tap out at that point and pick us up after you see the movie. And we pretty much figure you guys have all seen the old one that we're going to talk about, so we'll we'll spoil the hell out of that one. Um, the other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. It has been known to happen. Uh, this is usually oh, okay. a horror, usually a horror podcast or action. And horror and action movies both tend to be R-rated, so you guys can expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And uh, this is the night we've been waiting for, because joining us tonight is our, our friend Alfonso Salazar from the Bad Boys podcast. I assume it's a network, right? I guess you could say that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, look, man, it's been a long time coming uh, to get you on the show. I, I know we've talked about it for a while. What have uh, What have you guys been up to over there, man? Oh, just the uh, same old thing. You know, um, we just our our main tagline is we randomly rant on all things movies. We just uh, we choose two different movies every week. We call it the homework. It's the brand new one that no one's seen. We kind of go over that, and then the extra credit is something we've already seen in the past, and we just kind of revisit it. See if it holds up, or just just to watch a classic, and then we kind of some, sometimes we talk about news. Sometimes we go in the box office, and at the very end we go over our weekends because one of our co-hosts' mom loves to listen to the episode, and she feels that's the only way she can find out about what he's doing because he doesn't call her, <laughs> so she'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> you never call your mother. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, just listen to the podcast. You'll know what we did. <laughs> That's man. pretty much our template. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, what if? What, hey, man, thanks for thanks for joining us, dude. Um, yeah, definitely. What, what have you got? What have you guys covered? Give us an example, man. Like the last three or four weeks, what what have you guys gotten into? Uh, let's see. For last last week, we reviewed um, Gifted. It was a new. It's a movie with um, Chris Evans. Sure. And uh, oh. yeah, it was uh, just just I think I don't even think was it even the theater. It just kind of popped up there. I, I think it was direct. And, to, well, Brian Brian would be the guy to know that probably. He's our usually our expert on that. Yeah, the first I've ever heard of it is when it uh, 
came just came recently just came out on a DVD and Blu-ray. So okay, that was the first I ever heard of it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's in it. Ortega Spencer, he's playing like a. We don't. It kind of don't really know the story about him, but it's like him taking care of this little girl who's like a, who's gifted. She's really smart, mm-hmm. and uh, the and then the mother you find out she's dead, and then the her mom is trying to take care of her to get like a court um, drama in there as well. But it, it was a really good film. It's really good. And then um, the extra credit was Land of the Dead because of you know uh, unfortunately okay. George Romero passing away, so we figured we right. wanted to watch one of his movies. Um, so that was on the last week's episode, and then after, before that we watched the new Fate of the Furious. And um, and Bronx Tale, so that was a cool little double feature there. That was a that was an interesting one there. I, I love Bronx Tale. I don't know if you guys if you guys ever seen it. You guys feel about that? Yeah, so I, I, could, I just I just rewatched it this week after oh, this nice. new show. It's oh, nice! It holds up, right? Definitely. Yeah, especially for De Niro directing it and uh, Chaz writing it. I think it's uh and that kid too looks just like Bobby D. I mean, come on, like the perfect casting for it, right? That kid looks yeah, just like uh, him. Uh, Cologino. Yeah, Cologino. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that was on uh, that was a couple weeks back, and the thing before that, we watched Colossal. Did you guys ever check that movie out? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, oh. I think we've all seen it. I think Brian Brian led the charge on that one. It, it was a good, it was a good film. It was just not not what I expected. Same here. I, right. that's, that's exactly yeah. how I felt. Yeah, yeah. I think we wanted more monster stuff, I guess, and then uh, didn't really sure. know what was, was going to come out to be. But yeah, well, and then uh, Philip's why it wasn't such a wide release. Yeah. What What do you think about the the twist, Philip? Um, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of liked it. I just, I, I wish they had maybe, I don't know if they were going to make it about, if they were going to make it like real medical metaphorical, which I think is what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. I wish they maybe would have made it slightly more obvious or done something at the end to wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't was, what I was expecting. Hey, I'm looking yeah. up. I'm looking up the movie uh, Gifted that you guys talked about. It it definitely was in limited release because I recognize the movie poster. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think my wife my wife actually went to go see this at the at the one of the indie theaters here in oh, Houston. Nice. And it's a it's like directed by Mark Webb, right? That's right. Yeah, uh-huh. Mr. Spider Man himself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I the think set. he did. Uh, <laughs> he did Five Hundred Days of Summer, which I really like. Oh, he did oh, that. Yeah. That was his start then, huh? Wasn't it? I believe that was him, right? I better, I better check now before I just made a mistake there. <laughs> pretty, uh, no, that that movie has quite a quite a cult following, man. I, I've mm-hmm. never seen it, but uh, oh, really? A lot of yeah, a lot of people love it, man. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, the soundtrack's great too, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's really it's okay. it's a different take on the on the rom com, I would say you- for sure. All right, yeah, five hundred days of summer, and now, now I think I I know why my wife went to see the movie Gifted. She watches a TV show that I think he does a lot of uh, writing for called Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh, okay. So I think that's what got her got her interested. So she'd probably love Five Hundred Days of Summer. We gotta we gotta put that on the list, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, the other thing we do, uh, Alfonso, if, if you uh, aren't too familiar, I don't know how familiar you, you are with our our format, but we start out with. Uh, with cool of the week, man. So what's uh, what's the coolest thing you've seen this week? I was I went to this party called the uh, the Fandom Fest, and it was a bunch. I think it was hosted by MTV, and they were they had a, they had a cast from uh, Lego Ninjago movie, and then in between them there was going to be two bands playing, and one was Echo Smith, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know who they were, and so right. I asked my cousin's wife, I'm like, hey, you know them? Do you have any good songs? And she's like, 
yeah, they got two couple good songs. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So they're playing a bunch of songs, and then I hear the beat, and I'm like, I wait a minute. I'm like, I look over, I'm like, hey, I know this song. She's like, you do? I'm like, yeah, this is the cool of the week. She's like, what? I'm like, I mean, I go, there's, I go, the horror returns they use this in their segment, cool of the week. I'm like, so I have to make this my cool of the week. There's just no way around it. So, and in fact, nice. I, I saw someone post that on their, uh, on the, on your guys' Facebook page, and I'm like, hey, that's my cool of the week. So, I just couldn't <laughs> oh, help it. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it is a cool song. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it was, yeah, it's a very catchy song, and I had heard it before that, but then when I started listening to you guys' podcast, I noticed you guys played it. But then when I was I started hearing that song, I'm like. This is perfect. This is definitely going to be my cool of the week. <laughs> man, awesome, that, man. That works out great. What, what about you, Philip? Uh, I went and saw Dunkirk. Um, oh, it was, yeah, it was it was kind of awesome. Uh, I I don't know if it was quite as good as it, as all the hype is leading it up to be, but uh, I mean, definitely worth watching. I, I you know, not quite saving Private Ryan territory, but uh, Agreed. it was it was a hell of a war movie. How mm-hmm. was the uh, um. Did it not being R rated hurt it at all, or? I don't know. I mean, it was it was super tense the whole time. It wasn't near as graphic as it probably could have been. Right. Uh, but I it, it didn't. It, I don't think it took away from the movie at all. Um, it was just there was a whole lot of really intense scenes. Like people almost died a lot. It's just a weird narrative, right? Like you just get plop right into the story, and then you and then you just go and follow it. You're like. Okay, yeah, how it's gonna be, and then you don't really get to know any of the characters. They all look the same, which I think yeah. is moved by Nolan. So I think that's why mm. I kind of was thrown off by it. Yeah, it's more about the event instead of the character development. Although I mean, there's there's a little bit you follow stories from you know a, a few separate little groups of people, but uh, yeah, it's more about the event as a whole and and just the tenseness of the and the stress of the situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's score definitely gets you in the mood, and then the scenes of uh, the the dog. Yeah, I I saw it in in the 4DX theater. Have you guys ever experienced 4DX before? Never. No, I don't even know what that is. So 4DX is like um, it's a whole immersive experience where the seats move and like lights flash while you're in the theater. What? So like the dog fights feel like real dog fights where like the seats are moving Whoa. to the left, <laughs> moving to the right. When uh, that probably would have been cool. So that's what made it a little bit better for me. I like the movie more the experience than the actual movie. But uh, yeah, the dog fights were awesome. Like seats moving to the yeah. left, moving to the right. When explosions hit um, and hit the water, you get sprayed with water from the seat in front of you. Um, <laughs> lights flicker up and down on the screen. Um, smoke comes out. The one of the really cool things is when uh, I think it was Tom Hardy was flying his plane. And he opens up his window in his plane. He kind of pulls it back. The air got uh, a lot colder mm-hmm. in the theater. And then when he closed it up again, it, it like went away. It was really neat. Like you get a full, wow. yeah. Even the scenes in the boat, the seats are rocking up and down. So two people, like thirty minutes in, they left. They couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> everybody else seemed to be having a good time because these two kids and like in the seats in front of me were like holding like a joint. Like they were dogfight. Like, they were in the plane, moving left and right, having a good time. So it was very. It was my very first time in 4DX, and it was kind of fun actually. So you guys, your theaters, guys, they they have those, and you guys are sounds like a disney world ride you know yeah it's totally reminded me of honey i shrunk the you know, that one from disneyland <laughs> you guys ever did that um, oh yeah that's kind of what it reminded me 
it's just that people think it's very gimmicky, but I think it, it works, especially for that movie, you know? There, oh, there's also these two air compressors in the back of your seat. So when there was, like, shooting going on, my two friends on my left and right jumped out of their seats. I swear to God, they must have shit their pants because my friend <laughs> leaped out of the seat, and I was laughing so hard. It was kind of taking me out of the movie because I couldn't help looking over. He's like, and, and my other buddy to my left was like, you know what? I could never fall asleep in this in a movie in 48 because – it's just there's no way. I mean, it's 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 a really cool experience. You guys, I definitely recommend if you guys you know find one or if they. It was pretty new in our theater, so it, it and it's twenty bucks too, so it's a little pricier, but it's mm-hmm. kind of neat. That's, yeah, it's like a ride. That's awesome. I'd totally do that. It, it really was. Yeah, especially like I said, there's land, air, and sea. Dunkirk had it all, so it right. kind of worked out. Sounds like that that would be a good way to see it. I'd, I'd like to check out a Fast and Furious movie in that in that four in that four DX man. Yeah, yeah that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. What'd you What'd you check out this week, Brian? You know what? I just realized uh, after last week's episode, nobody brought up Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, is, ah, is, it, is, it was just got a lot of shit man. going on. Yeah, Alfonso, <laughs> yeah. you watch uh, Game of Thrones? I am. I'm caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and that this season is like it's, it's super exciting. What's going to happen and what's yeah. leading to every episode? I'm just glued to the set. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys, I was you guys way more excited up? about the second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're. I think we're all caught up, man. Yeah, all I gotta say is fucking Theon. Oh, fucking Theon, oh, man. Jesus Christ! Come I'm on. like, come on, you can. There he goes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's still all messed up. <laughs> yeah, that that that's pretty much my cool little week. But I am a, a little confused. I thought the episodes were supposed to be longer this season. Uh, I think I think like the oh, last yeah. two. I think the last two are supposed to be like an hour and a half each. Oh, okay. From what I understand, but the rest of them are still going to be like an hour. Because it is a shorter season this season, right? It's only uh, eight yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, that uh, sounds about right. Eight or seven, something like that. And then I think the I next think so. next year is going to be the same. Yeah, they're doing they're doing a great job of getting everybody together. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, mean, it's just it's just a build up from each episode. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of fluff, right? It's just it's just every every scene is important. It's yeah, gotta like, get to the shit it. now, you know. Mm-hmm. And that battle scene on the ships, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, that that was pretty much my cool of the week. I just realized <laughs> it was my cool of the week. It would have been, but I, <laughs> I guess nobody even thought about it last week. I think for my own part, I'm I'm kind of starting to take Game of Thrones for granted at this point. You know, yeah, it's no. like of course, of course, it's fucking cool. We know it. You know, every single episode is like a is like a movie. But um, my cool of the week is something that I didn't think I was going to like at all. But like the first episode, about halfway through, sucked me in and. Every time I think it's going to start kind of going downhill and getting stupid, it it kind of surprises me again by bringing out another like old grindhouse movie trope, and that's uh, of course Blood Drive on Sci-Fi. You guys watch that? I, have uh, I not still haven't seen watched it. it since the first episode. I see the poster looks cool, but I don't know. I don't even know what's about. Yeah, yeah, the poster looks cool, man. It looks like it, it does look like a '70s exploitation movie poster. Mm-hmm. Um. It's pretty cool, Alfonso. Basically, every episode is like a different uh, 70s or uh, late 60s, early 70s exploitation movie. So you have, you know, we had one episode dealing with cannibalism. We had one episode um, dealing with like, uh, you know, the women that had taken over and they're kind of like Amazonian. And and they were they were forcing all the guys that were putting them on milking machines and basically just forcing them to to give up all their sperm so they could they could have more daughters <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it's just fucked up weird stuff it's, yeah. uh, oh cool and, and the so main each story, episode is totally different huh? each episode's like a different like mini movie one of them was like took cool. took place in an in an insane asylum 
and then okay. you find out you find out all the inmates have literally taken over the asylum. You oh, know, about, wow. okay. about fifteen minutes in, so it, it it's a it's a pretty damn good show. I mean, if you like any of those those really shitty old seventies like uh, Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death, and <laughs> the, the, all those shitty old fucking seventies movies uh, in early late sixties, all of seventies, early eighties. It's touched on pretty much all of it, and I love the main storyline. Because it's basically a cross-country road, you know, road race, kind of like Gumball Rally or something like that. Okay, um, so is there a tie-in to all of them? Is there one like um, cohesive? Yeah, like, kind of. Like- yeah, it's a tie-in. It's it's not an anthology. It's um, okay. It's the basic storyline, which is the which is the race, and you've got all these different teams that are trying to win it, and whoever comes in last place every race, they have these uh, implants. And their brain explodes, so they're out. They're literally out. Once, once so, they come in last place on one leg of the race, which which takes place over the course of the season, they're literally yeah. out. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's got it's my a attention. Fun, it's a fun show, and yeah, like I said, every um, every episode is kind of like a, a different movie, and they, I, I kind of like the way they have fake advertisements and everything on there that tie in with what they're showing, and it's just a fun ride, man. You guys should check it out, definitely. Was it the last episode where you mentioned where they dropped the f bomb on it and you were like and you were all freaked out? You know what? Um, the la- the most recent episode, yeah, we did talk about it on our last episode. But the most recent yeah. episode of Blood Drive, dude, I, if they didn't drop the f bomb a dozen times, they didn't drop it once, man. Whoa. I mean, it's like watching a, fu- a fucking balls out R rated movie. That's crazy, right? It's on sci-fi. It's on sci-fi, man. I don't know how they're getting away with it. And cocksucker and, you know, shit and pussy and, I mean, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you name it, they say it. It's crazy. Yeah, I think you mentioned in the last episode, you're like, when did this happen where it's okay to do this? Because I remember (laughs) even watching things on FX and going, whoa, they're really pushing the bar. And I know it's on K, it's on at 10 p.m., but, like, some kids still stay up that late and can watch this stuff, so... What is I, going on, <laughs> dude? I don't know how they're I don't know how they're getting getting away with it, but I'll tell you one one reason alone to watch the show, guys. If nothing else, it's an actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Christina Ochoa. Anybody ever heard of her? Oh, heard of her? I can't think of what she looks oh, like. Oh man, yeah. she's the <laughs> yeah. one sucking that lollipop in that poster. That's, she's the one sucking the lollipop, man. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she is easy uh, on the eyes for sure. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, I've got um I've got one I've got one hall pass and one hall pass only. I, I may have to change it over to to her. <laughs> she's uh, she's she's that Who hot. is it right now? She is, Who is that right hot. Now? Oh, dude, you know it's Salma Hayek? You've known. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, dude, she, check another it, question, check what the fuck out. is an avocado jungle? I'm stuck on that. <laughs> he's still worried with that. Oh man, have you guys uh, have you guys ever seen um, what's that what's that talk show he does on HBO now, Alfonso? You know who I'm talking about, uh, Bill Maher. Oh, Bill no, Maher. Uh, uh-huh. Bill Maher. Yeah. Uh, what Brian? You know what what it's called? It's like a political uh, talk show, sort of, where he gets guests on there. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I know what you're talking it's about. Real though. time with Bill Maher. Or something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, real time with Bill Maher. Anyway, he's uh he's kind of like like the only dude that's in that movie and it's like uh i think he de- he's like a pilot or something and he de- i gotta go back and revisit it because it's a lot of fun to watch but he like discovers a a jungle of amazonian women 
Oh, this is like a real movie. You didn't make this up. Dude, it's a real movie, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Avocado Jungle of Death. See, yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know what avocado man. is the title, but it makes it oh, way shit, better. Oh, there it is. Yeah, right? 1989. <laughs> yeah, it was so, later than I thought, man. It, it In fact, I think it has a retro look to it because I think it's supposed to look like it was more uh, 70s. But yeah, check it out if you guys ever, you know, just have nothing else to do. It's a good, it's a good fun movie to watch. I think I have to Brian, watch. It I know you can squeeze it in. Yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to watch it before next episode. <laughs> I know just All the right. title alone, right? I was like, man, he just <laughs> he just came up with that title on the top of his head. That's pretty amazing. And they're like, no, it's a real freaking movie. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I can't take I can't take credit for that. I think it's somebody named J.F. Lawton. Yeah, who, who wrote and directed. It. And I think he's written a shitload of good movies or, you know, pretty popular movies. So you never know, man. Yeah, he wrote Pretty Woman Under Siege. No, he wrote fucking oh. Pretty Woman. Dude, Are you known, known for Pretty Woman Under Siege. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm on his hand of you right now. That's what it oh, says. Oh, wow. Fucking man. Seagal, man. <laughs> he's all over the spectrum, see? Yeah, well, I could I could picture him writing Under Siege, but Pretty Woman? The Pretty Woman? Not uh, yeah, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it's written by. It's got him on his IMDb Holy credit. Fuck. Wow. And that's nice. right after he did Cannibal Women. <laughs> that's his next credit. Man. Wow. It's not that's Pretty amazing. Woman. It's Pretty Woman and the Banana Hammock of Death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to, to shorten that title. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Well, yeah. you, uh, you. He guys... was thinking of Pretty Woman while he was, filming, while he was making that movie. <laughs> if I'd have thought about it for another second, I would have come up with a gerbil joke. But oh. <laughs> It's out there somewhere, man. Well, I don't know, guys. I think we got a lot to talk about on this episode besides the uh, the movie since we got our, our in-house uh, San Diego Comic-Con guy here. So um, yeah. we normally, of course, as you people that listen regularly know, we normally cover, uh, at this point, after Cool of the Week, we'll talk about a, a little bit of news and some trailers, but... I think, uh, Brian, you've got something different in mind this week, right? I think we're just going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to start with a trailer. Uh, Jigsaw dropped. What did you guys feel about this trailer? I'm excited about it, man. I think uh, it, it's, it looks a little more like a throwback to like the first couple. And, right. Uh, like where the, you know, the cops are after him and all that, and that seems to be the main. Like It's, it's, it's almost a, a really gory, crazy crime drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, so, that was the feeling I I'm got, kind of old school. Uh, Alfonso, yeah. what'd you think? Kind of a throwback, right? Yeah, and I like the tagline too. It's like he's taking back the he's taking back Halloween because you know if we yes, every year right. we were getting a, we were getting a new movie, a new song movie every October. So the fact it's coming on October twenty seventh is awesome. And uh, yeah, just seeing the puppet come out, hearing Tobin Bell's voice, mm-hmm. seeing all the crazy contraptions, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's been a while. I, I'm excited for a new uh, song movie. So I was all aboard. Yeah, it looked yeah. pretty good. I'm not um, a huge soft fan. Oh, really? Yeah, but this one looks good. Hmm. I like yeah. the first one. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like I like a couple of them, yeah, for sure. I think after, like, five or six or something, I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get confused. I don't know, you know. It's like, because uh, I remember, like, in the third or fourth, they killed off uh, Tobin Bell's character pretty early on. You know, right. they're still making sequels, so that was kind of odd. And then, like in this one, he's still alive. Like you know, don't we, we, we don't like it's kind of like you know, no one's ever really dead in movies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, 
Annabelle Creation screened early uh, at the Comic-Con, and a lot of people said um, it's a lot uh, better and scarier than they uh, expected it to be. Oh, uh, I think it will be. That one looks good. I like it. Uh, hmm. Got a release date on that one, uh, August 11th. Uh, Alphonse, yeah. are you uh, interested in Annabelle, the sequel? I, I have the first movie. I haven't seen it yet. Sometimes that happens. I just buy uh, Blu-rays when they're on sale. You know what? I I bought the first one. I, it still has the plastic on it. I've never opened it. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so guilty of the same thing. Yeah, it's like, ooh, it's on sale. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm a big fan of digital copies. So whenever I can get like a Blu-ray for five bucks and I'll get the Blu-ray DVD digital copy, I'm all about it. So even if I don't like the movie, never even seen the movie, I'll get it. And I'm really gushing over this one. And my buddy had a ticket. For the screening, but it was on Wednesday, and I was working on Wednesday, so I, I didn't go to go, or he didn't get to go and see it. But yeah, same thing. I was oh, reading on Twitter, wow. and people were saying that it was really scary and it was really good. So I was kind of excited. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll find out in a few weeks. Okay, we got another trailer. I added this one in because it it just recently dropped, and I figured we had to talk about it. it was uh, the third? Um, well, it's not really the third trailer. I guess they're labeling it as the first official trailer for it. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I've got, go ahead. More awesomeness. Uh, it it's, looks super creepy. It gave me chills more than once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got, you got more Pennywise in this one. You actually uh, yeah. got to hear him speak in this one. And I like the direction they was going because they originally said they wanted him to be more. They wanted Pennywise to be more childlike. And he kind of <laughs> sounded like a child the way he was speaking. Right. <laughs> He was. Uh, I just realized well, he, was in, he was in one of the movies we saw creepy. this week. <laughs> I kind of realized that after the fact. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going way off the rails. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought it was a. Uh, it gave us. It gave us a little bit more than the the, the teases before, but you know, just enough. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really interested in this movie. Yeah, this one's art rated too, right? I mean, the other yeah. one was made for TV, so I think they're really right. going for. The really hard are, and you know, they're a people's fear of clowns. You got that one scene where there's just the hallway full of clowns. Oh, and I don't yeah. know if you guys caught the Easter egg of, of the original Pennywise in that in that scene. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, that, that oh, was kind of that was, that was all a, the clowns. Yeah, uh huh. That was kind of neat. Um, yeah, this looks very creepy, very scary. And like you said, able to hear his voice, which which was kind of cool. We didn't, right. you know, I didn't, I didn't think we'd be able to hear it until the movie came out. But no, I'm all aboard. This movie looks awesome. I, I'm, I'm yeah, more I'm excited, excited about. Yeah, I'm more excited about this one than anything else right now. Hmm. More than the Emoji movie? Uh, almost. <laughs> okay, just checking. Oh, man. Except the Avocado Jungle. I really got to watch that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the director for it, uh, Andy Muschietti, um, has just been confirmed to do the sequel. Hmm. So um, oh, they're, they're really... They're really excited about this one, so they're moving forward with it. Because right. um, I guess the sequel wasn't really uh, got a go ahead, but um, now now it's confirmed to happen. All right, um, show that we. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the director is uh, taking over a couple of things. Um, I guess a lot of people are really high on his uh, the job he did with it because um, he's mm-hmm. taking over for uh, the pilot episode for Lock and Key. Oh, really? uh, which is going to be a, a Hulu uh, TV show. 
Um, right. Originally, it was the pilot was going to be directed by uh, Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson, mm-hmm. but he is now uh, uh, taking over, and he is also taking over for James Wan, who was going to do the Robotech uh, live action movie. Damn, this so, guy's uh, movie hasn't even come out yet, and he's already getting gigs. Good for yeah. him. <laughs> so, um, really excited about Robotech. Uh, that's probably I, I don't watch a lot of anime, but that was one one series I did watch when I was younger. So. Mm-hmm. Really interested to see a live action movie for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, another trailer dropped. Uh, this one from uh, Guillermo del Toro, uh, "The Shape of Water." What did you guys think? You dude, I don't remember Shawn? that one. I missed that one, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I missed so that one too. Trailers you made us watch. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not on the list. All together. Yeah, that's not on the list. Because <laughs> I just went back and looked at the list. Oh, oh, I got to put it on the list. Okay. Um. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, what was it about? Us? What did you think? Okay. Um, the 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 main creature, and it kind of looks like uh, you guys are familiar with Hellboy. Yeah. Sure. The, a creature that uh, is kind of like his partner, uh, Abe Sabian, the the fish guy, kind of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, very reminiscent of that. Um, it's uh, a mute lady. She's like a cleaning lady. She cleans up this facility, and she comes across this uh, creature that's um, in the tank. And basically, they form kind of a relationship, and you got um, – oh, I can't think of the, the actor's name. He was in uh, – he played General Zod in uh, – Oh, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, he's, Michael Shannon. He's in it. He looks like he's going to be the main uh, antagonist in the movie. And um, it's Guillermo del Toro. You know, it's a lot of uh, good practical effects with the creatures. And um, it's a very interesting story. A lot of people are saying maybe this is kind of like his kind of his way of doing a a Hellboy sequel without Hellboy, you know. Mm -hmm. okay, Because the character is very reminiscent of uh, Abe Sabian from... uh, Hellboy, and it got my attention definitely. Oh, you know what? Yes, I did. I saw that in the theater, and that one looked uh, it, it looked super interesting. Very Guillermo del Toro ish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's very that's gorgeous looking, and it kind of reminds me of the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. That's the kind of vibe yes. I was getting oh, from it. Wow. There you go. Yeah, and she's able to communicate with nice. them, just like do kind of like sign language, and you can tell they form some kind of relationship. But Michael Shannon's plays like this scientist that just wants to like operate on them and kind of do experiments on them. Right. And, yeah, uh, she's got some weird water stuff too. Like I feel like she's maybe some sort of descendant of this thing or something. Yeah, because yeah. the, there is a scene in the trailer where there's like rain up against a, a window, and she kind of puts her hand against it. And mm-hmm. the the water on the outside kind of moves as she's moving her yeah. hand. So she's got some powers. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking trailer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that got a uh, release date, uh, December eighth. Cool. I'm down. All right. I'm sorry I missed that one, man. <laughs> Definitely check it out. Um, next week, uh, the Dark Tower drops, and it has been confirmed that Idris Elba will be in the t- TV series that will follow after the oh. movie. Already, they've already yes. announced that. Yes, uh, and it's you would said kind of think they part. Want to see how the movie does first. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, like so he doesn't die. Movie, <laughs> and it's <laughs> said that. to be well. I don't know. It might be a prequel series. I don't know because it said mm. there, there's going to be a lot of origin. There's going to be a lot of origin story to the gunslinger. That'd be cool, man. Like a gunslinger TV show. Seriously, I yeah. mean, yeah. I'm not like super familiar with it, but it looks cool. Right. Yeah, I know nothing about the book, so I'm that's how I'm going into this movie. And to me, okay. the best part of the trailers have been Idris Elba. 
for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've read That's... I've read all the books, man, and I don't see how they could. I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna be the least bit faithful to what happens in the books, they're gonna have to well, do a series. Well, you know this this movie's a continuation of the books. Oh, I don't think so. I, 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 th- I, I think, think so, I think man. they've said but that. Even if, I don't know, dude. I from what I saw in the trailer, it looks to me more like uh, most of what happened in the first book. But okay. we'll see. I mean, if that's what well, they announced, then maybe those oh, are the that would, that would kind of make sense. Has any has anybody uh, on here seen read all the books? Nope. I'm not. All right. Well, I don't want to. No spoilers, but I'm just going to say the way that the final book ends. I could see how this could be a continuation, actually. And if you okay. uh, if you guys read the books or even just read the last chapter of the last book. You'll understand exactly what I mean. It will make perfect sense. So, <laughs> yeah, let me go read the last chapter of the last. All right. All right. The third uh, Cloverfield movie has been pushed from October 27th to February. Um, October 27th to February 2nd. Okay. And um, still no real news on the plot or anything. So that's the, don't God, know. the God particle or whatever. Yeah, which uh, that title might be changed from what I've read, too. Hmm. Uh, They'll make it as confusing as the last one. Yeah. Um, St. Cloverfield Avenue or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just different street. Same same crap. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising teaser dropped. Mm. Did you guys catch this one? This it didn't uh, get much out of that. Didn't one. really have me pumped up for the movie. No. Well, I, I mean, wish they'd just... have shown them like fighting or something, or even you know, a different like... kaiju. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even the CG on the robots looked kind of uh, didn't, didn't look this great, right? Yeah. Right. It, it looks super I don't CG. Know. <laughs> I was yeah. I was a little down on this when they they uh, Guillermo dropped out of it, yeah. or was. From what I was, what I'm reading, he might have been pushed out of it. Mm. Um, oh, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, Fuck this uh, a lot of lot of stuff I've been reading. Uh, he was uh, really really trying to do this uh, Hellboy uh, three movie, and he might have been pushed out of that too. Oh, Ooh, wow. some people just want to watch the world burn. Yes, he did. But, he asked uh, for like like 200 million to make Hellboy three. Right. So that's like the biggest problem. Nobody would give him the money. Yeah. Well. Um, pers- Give it to him and let him wake up a goddamn movie. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, you know, I don't know. Um, It's got John Boyega, Scott Eastwood. You know, it's got some recognizable faces in it. But I know they've been filming for a minute, so I I don't understand why we got a teaser, not an actual trailer. Yeah, I did notice, too, in the trailer, like, they changed having two co-pilots to drive a Jaeger. Like, it was just him in the suit in the trailer. And he kind of closes right. fist, and the Jaeger, uh, like the, uh, he closes his fist. He does the same thing, so it didn't seem like he was two pilots this time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'll reserve my judgment, but uh, this teaser didn't really get me pumped up, like I said. Yeah. It was just a teaser, though. There wasn't much to it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Blumhouse dropped some uh, news uh, here. Uh, let's see. First, uh, Selma actor, I'm going to butcher this name, David <laughs> Ololo, Olowo. Uh, and you only I'll, love once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, Alfred Molina and Brian Tyree Henry and uh, Storm Reed will star in an upcoming Blumhouse thriller, Only You. Um, what else they got? They got another horror movie coming out. 
based on the game Truth or Dare, star, and it's going to be starring Aurora Perino. And uh, the Ouija director Jeff uh, Wadlow is going to direct that one. But the biggest uh, <laughs> announcement Blumhouse made was uh, they are backing Todd McFarlane's Spawn remake. Ugh. Gross. Not a fan <laughs> of Spawn. <laughs> well, dude. No, I love Spawn. I'm a huge fan of that. I, I, I like the, the, the comic, comic books. The movie fucking sucked. Well, that's funny you said that because I was at a panel um, for this uh, YouTube channel called Screen Junkies, and they have a segment called Does It Hold Up? And they had Tom McFarlane and Michael Jai White there, and they were showing them scenes and seeing if it held up. So they'd show some scenes where, like, you know, it's the CG doesn't hold up. But I think Michael Jai White's Spawn was great. Um, I just think yeah. it was a it was a PG thirteen, so that right. hurt it. And I think that was a big problem. I, yeah, for sure. I think uh, John Lee was almost great. <laughs> he's always. I think he's just always. He's just always that great. Like when you see him in the cast. He's just, I think I he's always kind of great, right? He's just always he's I love always him in great. every movie he's ever been in. <laughs> he's just kind of like, it's always like the MVP. He just kind of always stands out. I think he's great. And then, so Tom McFarland was saying he's taking the helms. He wants to direct it. He wants to make it a, a rated R movie. Um, I like it. Yeah, after rewatching it, yeah. Might, I might be better. Michael she kind of just overacts. And there's just some things that just don't work. Like the dog, the freaking dog in the movie is kind of annoying. Um, yeah. But I think the Spawns of Hell stuff is just this CG just doesn't hold up. But so I'm kind of curious. I I wish if Michael J. White would come back. I hope that would that would be great. I love me some Black Dynamite and have Michael J. White as Spawn again. I think just kind of redo it with the new the special effects and having Tom McFarlane, the creator. I, I don't know how he was going to do as a director, but it's just a helmet. I think it would be a lot better. And I, I do remember the soundtrack was fun too. <laughs> well, do you, do I'm you just, think I'm ready for a new one? I mean, the only way to go is up. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Michael Jai White being there with him is any indication that he might return as a character? Or uh, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, they seem to have and, a cool relationship. Yeah, and I think they will do a good spawn. And they will be making this off a ten million dollar budget. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's well, kind of odd, right? Yeah. yeah. Be creative then. <laughs> Uh, and uh, probably a trailer that dropped that I wasn't really anticipating the movie until I seen this trailer. Um, Ready Player One. Oh right. wow, <laughs> man, that was an awesome trailer. Yeah, I read. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I read about the book. this movie. I, I read the book, and pretty much everything they showed in the trailer, it, in, it was exactly what I was visualizing when I was reading the book. Well, I heard there was a little problem with the way the main character, Ty Sheridan, uh, Mm -hmm. his his look, because I guess he's he's supposed to be a little overweight and right have acne and all kinds of stuff. And oh, really? The main character is like that? The nerd in the in the book? (laughs) Yeah, what a a shocker! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a a problem with it. Okay, I know. I know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say I could have cosplayed as that guy from the book, but I can't pull <laughs> off the movie look now, dang it. <laughs> but uh, there was a lot of lot of stuff to see in this trailer. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff in the in the background in the what do they call it, the Oasis? Right. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys caught like Freddy Krueger and uh, what sure. else? There was a uh, the Iron Giant, the DeLorean. Yeah, and then the bir- the birds from uh, uh, what what was that game? Um, not Tempest, that old Joust, school video Joust? game. Joust, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the ostriches. Yeah, yeah, the ostriches. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I thought that, that was, was cool. rad. Yeah, it's like your whole childhood just being just thrown at your face. Like, here you go. Remember all this? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember going back and watching it, and I saw, I noticed the A team van, 
Yes. I noticed the. Oh, I, I noticed, see that the eighteen van oh, yeah. was in there. Dude, the eighteen van's there, and right next to it is Christine, the truck, yeah. uh, the oh, Plymouth you guys Fury. Are shitting me, dude! I gotta yeah. rewatch it. I've seen it a couple of times, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't gotta, catch either of those, man. Yeah, you yeah. Look, uh, look out for those. The Interceptor from Mad Max. Um, like I said, the DeLorean, whoa. the the Kira motorcycle. I mean, it's just oh, it's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's all the, stuff in the trailer. There's going to be a bunch of Easter eggs. Exactly. In yeah. yeah, I believe the 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 monster truck was Bigfoot. Yeah, that's what's driving. Oh, cool. okay. What's that monster yep. that's driving it? That's the only one I don't know, but recognize. Yeah, um, that, I'm that still trying. I still his, uh, I keep watching right? it. I keep finding more stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that who so. he is? That's what his, that's his portrayal. I, I, assume, I assume it is. Oh, that makes know? sense. That's yeah, his, his avatar or whatever. Yeah, that, that's okay, what, that that's makes the sense. Way I, that's the way I saw it. But uh, the thing I liked is when they had all the... Did you guys notice when they played the Rush song and they had all the guys that, that were synchronized perfectly and, and driving together all all as one unit? Yeah. yeah. Those are the fucking uh, corporate types, the guys that work for the big corporate dude. And he's trying to win okay. the contest, and he has unlimited funds available. And basically the rules are such that whoever you are, you can join the you know, the contest and try to get the keys and, and, and win the prize. But this one dude, he's like a multi-billionaire. So, of course, he hires all these people to go out and do all the grunt work for him. And that's who those guys are. Okay. And then our main dude, he's just kind of like a, uh, like you guys said, a geek, a hacker, you know? He's like, a, he's like a nobody that's just really fucking good at 80s trivia and video games. And then he meets up with another character that I don't, I don't know if they really showed her in the trailer so much. But they kind of get sort of like an online romance going. So there's a lot going on in it. But a lot of the scenes that I saw really took me back to the book. I think I think it's going to be a pretty good rendition. I don't have necessarily a problem with a you know the main guy. I definitely like the way they had the town set up with all mm-hmm. the uh, mobile homes piled on top of each other because that's exactly how he described the, it. The the stacks. Oh, cool. The stacks. Yeah. It, it's it's Spielberg, man. I mean, yeah. How bad can it be? I mean, that's the thing. He needed he needed something like this, right? He's been doing those, those historic dramas. I think he. I mean, they even said cinematic game changer in the trailer. I yeah. think he needed to come back right. with something like this. And this is just perfect. This is in his wheelhouse. I mean, his, yeah. his thumbprint was in all the '80s stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it's it's perfect. And I'm guessing here Ben Mendelsohn is playing that big corporate guy because he's always a greasy bad guy. Oh, he's got to be. You're right. <laughs> right. right. He, he's got to be. <laughs> he's got to be. That dude's always greasy in every movie. I'm like, he's dude, what is with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the guy. He's great. It's just right. yeah. It's yeah. So I'm guessing he has to be him. Yeah, that's got to be him. Absolutely. Okay, we got a release date of March 30th next year. Can't wait. Uh, next up, uh, HBO's Westworld season two trailer dropped, which surprised a lot of people because they're still filming the series. Yeah. And there's not even a release date on the season yet. So um. Uh, Philip, I think you were probably out of all of us, uh, really big on the yeah. season. So, uh, I, what did you I, think? I loved, loved, loved the first season of Westworld, and I, you know, I didn't really get much out of this trailer. Uh, to be honest with you, I, like it's, it does, it's not going to stop me from watching it because I loved the first season so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't know, man. It didn't really do it for me. I got I got the impression that what the androids have now taken over running Westworld is that the impression you guys got? Yeah, I guess Pretty so. But you never know who's an android and what's not. You know, like right. I mean, there's a dead tiger. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> 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 Fucking 
Zoo world, huh? Walking dead over here. <laughs> yeah, not not a whole lot. You know, a lot of dead people. Yeah, dead people everywhere. So I was I was distracted by Emma reaching wood on the horse with the gun, and she's just moving up and down in slow mo. So after right. that, I just kind of lost <laughs> all of this. That, I got distracted. <laughs> that was kind of cool and distracting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, Stranger Things season two uh, official trailer. This yes. one blew me away. Yeah. Loved all the references. The uh, in the beginning, you get Dragon's Lair video game. I remember that game? Yeah, buddy. I used to watch my cousin play that all the time. All uh, the time. You got Thriller playing in the background. Yeah, it's just great uh, music. Which Vincent Price talking? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm like, they're gonna do the whole song. He's gonna narrate the whole thing. And they throw on the trailer. I'm like, this is okay. This is amazing right here. This is awesome. Well, and then at the end, they started playing that, you know, Stranger Things title sequence, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know>? uh-huh. <laughs> I think uh, we're all in agreement. This is anticipated for all of us. Um, yeah. October 27th. <laughs> nice. Uh, Netflix also released another trailer, this time for a movie uh, starring Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, uh, Bright. Nah. <laughs> no, you got you guys math about from it. you? Oh, he's not feeling it. Uh, huh? uh, no, <laughs> maybe he'll redeem himself this. after Suicide Squad. But that uh, David Ayer directed it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he and lost I, a lot of ground with me with Suicide Squad, boys. Well, oh, you feel like that? You feel like that's his fault, though? Like, there's a yeah, lot of penalty in that. He's came out recently. Uh, it was a lot of studio involvement that he had no yeah. control over, which that's that's probably the reason mm. he's not doing Suicide Squad too. That's probably the reason every fucking person that they've ever got to direct a DVC movie has just right. dropped the fuck out. Said fuck yeah, it, huh? Except for Patty Jenkins, right? <laughs> yeah, except Patty Jenkins. Yeah, she's the one. But uh, I, I'm I'm into this because I was I was just talking to my kids actually talking about um when I was a kid they used to do fantasy movies right and we've been rewatching like Willow yeah. and um legend oh, and uh, all those movies and i i'm super into this and it's and it's in a modern day setting you know uh, humans have to mix with all these different you know like orcs and fairies and all kinds of, you know i'm i'm interested in, and especially it's going to be on netflix so mm-hmm. can't go wrong yeah. right i mean you yeah. can watch it <laughs> yeah why would you not uh, it, it looks a little cheesy, but I'll totally watch it. I, it, uh, I think it'll be okay. I get an Alien Nation vibe from that old TV show. Oh, too. yeah. That's yeah. Cool, man. It's that's like cool. a cop, and you have that alien with him, and it's like uh, Joel Egerton's his like, partner, and yes. uh, I like Big Willie, so it's... Uh, yeah, David Ayer, he did Training Day, right? If I remember yes. correctly. Yeah, he used to be a good director. Yeah, he did, uh, no. Yeah, he did Training did, Day. Um, I thought he was... That's, he didn't end up watching. That's right. Okay, yeah, he, Antoine Fuqua did Training Day, but it has that vibe. He's got uh, that street vibe down where it's like, I think there's a guy from Training Day was in it mm-hmm. in the trailer. Um, the guy wants he wants to give him Dodger tickets. Oh, I think it's an end to watch. See, I'm getting confused. He had him in this movie. That's it. Yeah, that's what I was getting confused. But yeah, yeah, watch it cool. yeah end to watch is great. And it has it was real gritty, real like felt like yeah. you know, filming in Los Angeles like at night where everybody the whole the whole crew was probably scared to film there because it just looked real. But it has that vibe, and like you said, you mix that fantasy, and I think we, we don't have it. It just seems so like new and original and fresh to me. And I think that's what excites me about it. Yeah, it's hmm. different. 
Okay. Got a release date uh, December 22nd. Cool. I mean, I'll definitely All watch right. it. It's on Netflix, right? So. Right. Yeah. Okay, we got a new Walking Dead season eight trailer. I don't know. I'm yeah. still, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the last season, and I'm like seven episodes right. behind, so I haven't, I didn't see the trailer because everything okay. be spoiler from there. I think my wife was a big, huge fan of Glenn, and once he bit the dust, she was kind of really upset, yeah. and she wasn't really in a hurry to watch it. So we just kept piling them on, piling on, and we kept forgetting to watch them, and then we kind of didn't, even, we didn't right. even really like feel the need to go back. I mean, she, I did ask her if she wants to go back and watch, and she said, yeah, but we're in no hurry. Like, it just doesn't seem, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Like, we just don't seem to be like, oh, we really need to watch it for the new season. I think eventually yeah. we'll catch up, but I just kind of was falling off a bit. Yeah. yeah we, we also got a uh, trailer for the second half of Fear of the Walking Dead season three, which I did not watch because I'm still at the beginning of season two. Way behind, huh? Yeah. Which uh, yeah. we were going to, we were going to like binge, okay. me and my me and my wife were going to binge watch it, but we ended up watching season four of Silicon Valley. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, I, that's a good show, man. Dude, I've no, never, I've never I, seen it. Well, I totally want to watch that show. I've never seen it, but I totally. Well, watch Lance, it. you were you shit. you said you watched uh, T.J. Miller's uh yeah the comedy stand, special stand up. That was my cool of the week. Uh, yeah, he's um day. he's one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, yeah. too bad he's gone now. Yeah, that's I don't. I don't know how the show is going to work without him. Seriously. Oh, one Spoiler of those alert, deals. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. But, that's okay. Cool. I mean, it's not really a show you have to hang on what happens in every episode, sure. right? It's just kind of yeah, a comedy, it's, right? Yeah. it's a, And it's a quick, there's only 10 episode seasons and uh, right. 30 minutes each. So I'll probably still check it out at some point. Okay, uh, Walking Dead Season 8 premieres October 22nd, and the second half of uh, Season 3 for Fear of the Walking Dead, September right. 10th. So I gotta say, okay, difference between Fear and uh, and The Walking Dead, yes. um, I, the big characters, the big comic book characters, the larger-than-life, cool fucking people. You don't have, in Fear of the Walking Dead, there's no, you know, Michonne and, and, and Rick and Daryl, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are kind of what make The Walking Dead. But I also feel like they've a little bit fallen off. They need to get uh, more exciting real quick. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll they'll both hang in there for a while. Fear of the Walking yeah. Dead is a different animal, you're right. Now, and I hadn't thought of it quite that, re- that way, Philip, but now that you mention it, they don't really have any larger-than-life characters on that show, you know? Yeah, but, um, that was just my, my storyline. I mean, I'm happy. I, it's kind of cool seeing what's going on on in a different part of the world, you know, or yeah, at least a different yeah. part of the country. That's definitely a, a cool part of it. That was just a, a, a an observation that I had after watching the the previews back to back. I was like, mm-hmm. man, see, The Walking Dead has got all these really cool fucking characters, and that's that's right. what fear is missing. Okay. All right, Lance. Uh... We got a Star Trek Discovery trailer that dropped. Tell us what you think. Well, um, it is Star Trek, and I'm definitely, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited as hell to see Star Trek back on TV again. But as much as I hate it when I hear uh, other people, like old school people say this, old school Trekkies, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, guys. It just doesn't look like my Star Trek. Uh-oh. It just does not look like Star Trek, guys. I mean, sorry, but fuck. And I will watch it, and I'm looking forward to it, but the look, it's too polished, you know? And it doesn't look like it's as story-driven. 
as what Star Trek is supposed to be. So I hope I'm wrong, but uh oh man, I'm I'm not thinking I'm not feeling it, guys. I'm really not. What'd you what'd you guys I was digging the effects. Okay, I think well the, see, that's just it. I think I mean, the biggest fucking that's what Star Trek never really had on TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But I like I think their biggest roadblock is gonna be uh that you have to get that like ABC on demand or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, CBS, CBS all access. Yeah, yeah. Well, that show is strictly on there, huh? Yeah, I think so. Right? Oh, okay. I, th- I think it said at the end of the trailer. I think it might have said that. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's going to get CBS on demand just for this one fucking show, unless well, you're I, like I will. I mean, no, no, no matter well, no matter how much the yeah. Yeah, no matter how much it turned me off, I'll, I guarantee you I'll have it. And I'll be there front and center, you know, watching every show as as it's up. But uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, you know, give give it time, I guess, and see what happens. But they've definitely got some great, you know, they've got some talented people in the in the show. Uh, That's what I was going to say. That's an interesting cast, yeah. It's got a but great you need cast. Some hardcore Trekkies to sell it. Well, mm-hmm. here here's uh here here's my problem. The the one the one dude who's playing the um. Who's playing the captain on the on the? I don't know if they call it the Enterprise or what. Which uh, ship it is? I think it's actually called the Discovery. But the guy, he's I've never seen him act in anything where except where he was a real sinister, evil dude. So it's going to be really hard for me to you know swallow him being a good guy. You, you guys know the actor I'm talking about? Oh, Jason Isaacs. He's the captain. Yeah, Jason Isaacs. He's the captain of the Discovery, yeah. which is the new ship. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to like this guy, you know? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you're right. He does play the bag. He was like uh, kind of a prick in uh, Black Hawk Down. Isn't he like uh, Draco's dad Uh, in Harry Potter? Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then he was in the show, the OA, and uh, what was the Dane DeHaan movie? The Care for Wellness? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Isn't that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same basic basic character. The evil, the evil doctor. Great bad guy. Yeah, evil scientist. <laughs> so we'll I see a character in here that was yeah. I see a character that was in here that was in Walking Dead. So I, I, I'm guessing she doesn't make it out this season. <laughs> you, you, you are behind. <laughs> wow, you are a few episodes behind, brother. <laughs> I told you. I see her in here. And I'm like, oh, she must be doing this show because she's not in right. another show anymore. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Star Trek Discovery, September 24th. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got I'll a new Kingsman there, trailer. There, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check it out. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, new Kingsman: The Golden Circle trailer dropped, and I am fully in on this movie. Mm-hmm. This Hell movie yeah. looks. I think it might be as good as the first one. I don't think there will be any sequel drop off or anything. I'm yes, fully right. in. Especially the Matt Bond return too. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think when a director comes back, you know, it, I think it it's it uh, it helps uh, it, just the look of it, the feel, like everyone involved, everyone recognizes, and it has that look too. He just does action like just so clever. Apparently, they screened some like ten minutes of the mo- the ten minutes of the beginning of the movie, yeah, at Comic Con, and they said it was um, if not better than the church scene from the last one. Then you wow. guys remember wow. the church scene? How crazy that was! Just imagine that, but like with more, and it's and it's wow. the beginning of the movie for the sequel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. Strong. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, September 22nd is uh, The Kingsman. All right. We're going to finish up here with the DC panel and the Marvel panel. We're going to start with DC first. 
I don't know if anybody cares about this. Sci-fi is having a Krypton TV show. Ugh, looks terrible. Why go back and show another fucking prequel, you know? Yeah, I know. God damn it. Do they not have enough new material? It was just a little teaser, though. Like, you didn't... You, you can't even... But there's nothing that it gives you. But who gives a fuck what happened on Krypton, well, dude? I guess. Honestly, who gives a fuck? Seriously. Uh, yeah. And, and, and it's, 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 it's Gotham, Yeah, exactly. Is Gotham popular? Because, like, maybe, like, hey, Gotham's doing really well. Let's, let's, let's go to Krypton. You know, <laughs> you know what? I... I dropped off of Gotham, but I I didn't put it on the list. But I checked out the the new season, and it's kind of making me want to go back. Really okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm just. I think the main thing I was just not a fan of that kid from the darkness. Yeah. And incarnate just, and whatever movie was in our top worst movies of the year, they keep casting his kid. I know, right? He's he's the <laughs> missing link here. He's in all of them. <laughs> but. Um, Krypton wasn't impressed. They also dropped new trailers for Arrow, The Flash, and all that. And all that I don't know. I dropped off a long time ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only watched one episode. Was for the, uh, I think it was for Flash, and it was like at Comic Con a couple years back. It was the first. It was a pilot, and that was fun. Maybe right? just because I was there. Oh yeah, that was a, a fun, fun episode. Show. But I just have so it's, much stuff to watch. I can't, you know, with kids, it just it's hard to find yep. time. There's so and many good right. shows, and which each one of these right. shows are like. 26 episodes each season. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, what the hell? It is. It's overwhelming. It's like, it's like everything I think Brian says, so I can just be quiet. And he's like, he's like saying everything I was going to say the whole, the whole show. Right. <laughs> word, I, you're word, not word, fucking Brian. wrong, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's uh, get into the movies for DC. Uh, I think Alfonso, I think you said it earlier. Uh, Patty Jenkins officially coming back for Wonder Woman 2, which was a, a no brainer. Yeah, I think it's a smart move. Uh, yeah. release date already set for Wonder Woman 2 uh, December 13, 2019 they were like ah oh, we got one yeah a big shake up they, they dropped their movie schedule uh, a lot of things moved around of course we're getting Aquaman uh, The I'm going to read the list as it um, no real release dates on most of these so um, the slate goes Aquaman, Shazam I don't know why Suicide Squad 2 is going to be in there. Uh, the Batman, <laughs> Justice League Dark, Batgirl, Green Lantern Corpse, The Flash, which is officially <laughs> titled Flashpoint. Oh, fuck. Which that, why? that got me. That has me intrigued. We'll get to that part. Okay. And then Wonder Woman 2. Um, I don't know why we're getting a Suicide Squad 2 before anything else. Does um, it make money? Hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, it did. You're right. Yeah. You're right, Alfonso. It That's did the one thing. In, uh-huh. It was still fun. The, the yeah, I wanted to see the money. Mel Gibson. I wanted to see the Mel Gibson suicide. Yeah, too. that actually sounded kind of right? cool. Right there. Yeah, mm. that would have been cool. <laughs> but that that might have been. He might have made something that just <laughs> they're not going to put out, or they're going to right. cut it down so much. Yeah, studio's not gonna have he, that. He might have. <laughs> They're not gonna a, give control to anybody. He might have made a Suicide Squad that actually committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> um, now uh, the Flashpoint Flash movie, I'm intrigued because it's gonna set up an alternate timeline in the movie, which really is. It was a really cool story, and it might bring back um, who played. Uh, Thomas Wayne and uh, Batman vs. Superman. Uh, Negan, what's that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he actually, in that timeline, Thomas Wayne is Batman. 
Okay, oh, so that ties in with that other story. That ties in with the joker. other story. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. So I think I think this would be really cool. And then I heard someone talking about online that this would kind of fix some things in their universe that might change some things up since mm-hmm. it's an alternate timeline type of deal. So this might be a way for them to fix some of their problems. Yeah, you're jumping into X-Men territory, but, I mean, it's not like the DC <laughs> Universe has a whole lot to lose at the moment. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck has uh, addressed the rumors that he's uh, about him not playing Batman no more. He said he is Batman. It's the greatest job in the world to play Batman, and he's Batman until he can't do it no more. Yeah, it's him. There you go. response. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard rumors that he's actually signed on to the the Matt Reeves uh, Batman proposed trilogy. So we'll at least get him for two more movies. Okay. It would make sense. Okay, we'll see yeah. if it actually happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, biggest thing for DC was uh, the Justice League trailer. Your yeah. guys' feeling? Oh boy. Well, it was very uh, Wonder Woman was very uh, heavily right. present in it, right? Is that what you're gonna that, say? That, very, uh-huh. uh, very smart of them. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Open it up with uh, Wonder Woman. Uh huh. So like, um, hey, remember her, guys. You guys like that movie with her in it, right? Look, she's yeah. in this too. <laughs> right? Yeah. I do. I do think this is a better trailer than the previous ones. Yeah. Uh, different tone. Uh, not as uh, dark and uh, moody. Now you think that's all Josh Whedon? Because mm. you know how he's uh, taking over now? Yeah. Oh, maybe. It's, it's a lot lighter looking. It's like a lot more. Right, like, uh, right. You know, the music's different because I think Danny Elfman's scoring now. So yeah. it's got a whole different feel now that, uh, that uh, Whedon is taking over now. So I wonder if that's why. It was, right. And not to rip on him too hard because, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to judge before you see the movie because I'm definitely going to go see it. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit excited about it, even though I'm, you know, I'm going to hold my judgment. Uh, but they they had that little like surfboard scene with uh, Jason. You know Malloy. what? I like that. For some I, I do too. I don't even care. It's yeah. cool, but they put bad CGI in the fucking preview. Dude, seriously. Yeah, they'll, they'll clean it up when it comes to the outdoor. You think you can? And, you know, it? I hope so. Despite despite what a lot of people say about Jason, he looks like he's having fun playing That's Aquaman. Thing, right? For sure, well, we love the Yeah, no, I totally watch off the man. You know. Mm. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. Release date November seventeenth. So uh, not too far away. Yeah. All right. Now into we're gonna finish it off with our Marvel panel. Uh, Defenders released another trailer. I'm definitely watching this. Um. Yeah. What's not kind of. Like? Yeah, kind of left off got of a bad taste in my mouth with the the end of uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yeah, but, those uh, were my I didn't really like. But um, I would agree. I mean, those, those shows very, weren't as good as the others for sure. Yeah, very intrigued though, uh, yeah, and watch want to see what Sigourney Weaver is going to do as the villain. Yeah, Daredevil's back. I'm happy about that. Yeah, uh, they showed. Um, Let's do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they sh- <laughs> they showed the Punisher trailer at Comic Con, which they haven't released, and um, a lot of people are excited for this. Yeah, uh, a lot of people said this is the Punisher that uh, we should have been getting. So, 
Yeah. Uh, Legion season two. Uh, I think they showed a little bit of something there. Didn't really get much information off that other than uh, season two will come early 2018 with uh, 10 episode episodes instead of eight. Okay. Okay. And showrunner Noah Hawley, who also does Fargo, uh, Drop some news that he's developing a Doctor Doom movie. Any feelings on uh, Noah Hawley doing a Doctor Doom movie? I guess they uh, left the uh, Fantastic Four and just went straight with Doctor Doom. Huh? <laughs> <Phillips>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that idea, Alfonso? Yeah, because I don't know. I thought they were going to go like uh, in the future in Fantastic Four. They were going to have their kids right. be the main guys. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I heard they were doing some kind of family friendly PG Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Just, just give it, give it back to Marvel. I don't know. Seriously, yeah, exactly. That's what they. I think that's what they're doing. They keep make. They have that contract where they have to keep making movies, so they won't lose that contract, or also have to, you know. Renegotiate, but I think the, uh, they should just give it up and give it to them. I don't know why they're holding on to how it. Can we ma- how can we make the Fantastic Four worse? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's make them kids now. <laughs> so, Let's make um, them Fantastic Four year I like Doctor Doom and Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, there you go. Hey, now I might watch that. You can go watch it. <laughs> uh, Marvel probably, in my opinion, released the worst trailer of Comic Con, and that was the Inhumans. No, you didn't like it. <laughs> no, it was pretty rough. <laughs> uh, I've, just, I've been in waiting. IMAX. <laughs> I've been waiting to see how how they do Medusa's hair, and it looks That's like CGI horrible. garbage. Horrible. Yeah. And when it's not CGI, her wig is horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Especially seeing it after watching the other trailers and the other TV shows, and then getting to that one, you're I just like, agree. Whoa. And then you're yeah. like, yep. This is on I would agree. ABC, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I just can't get into network TV shows. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand why would you go pay to watch the first two episodes in IMAX when you can just wait a week or two and watch them on TV? I I'm. I don't know what they're. Oh about. yeah, God no! I don't know why they jam packed that IMAX thing so much. But I, I got an say- ad plane. <laughs> Be, yeah, like for another, another for something other commercial. I'm like, can I skip this ad? And I'm like, it kept coming up. I'm like, oh wait, this is part of the commercial. This is part of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I think and, so. Well, at com- first, I was thinking it was a movie, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, about that. somebody <laughs> commented uh, on one of our pages that they thought this was not the trailer for the show, but a behind the scenes uh, special bonus footage. And I was like, no, this is the actual TV show. Yeah. yeah. So it does not look good at all. Uh, Marvel's The Gifted trailer dropped. Uh, it's new X-Men Fox show. Ugh. Not impressed. No, it totally looks like yeah. just a network TV show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a little heroes looking. but oh, without, Especially with the main girl. She looks like Hayden, right? Looking. Exactly. <laughs> it, but without like anybody big name playing anybody. Yeah, but I actually get into the powers though. Because I was intrigued by like having a um, what's his name? The uh, uh, God, the guy's playing like the the Indian type. Uh, forget his name now, but it had Blink yeah, uh, from the last X Men. I thought she was pretty cool. Yeah, that's it, Thunderbird. Yeah, it was funny because they had like Thunderbird and then Polaris and then like Blink and then they had like two characters, just the first and the last name, like names. it was cool or something. Yeah, what's up with yeah. that, man? Yeah, I was like, okay, that's is that the right. name? Because that was kind of weird. But yeah, that girl reminds me of Hayden, so it totally reminded me of Heroes. Oh yeah. Uh, 
I watched. I liked the first season of Heroes, and then I didn't like the second season of Heroes. So I'm like, wait, that's a yeah, bad taste in my mouth. Oh. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it was just yeah. I'm like, here's another superhero TV show. We're getting we're getting uh, too too crowded with all these superhero shows and so many. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we got a release date of October 22nd. Um, I'm going to try to go through this last bit because we're kind of pressed for time here. So uh, the last bit is Marvel uh, movie news. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp has cast uh, Michelle Pfeiffer to play Janet Van Dyne. Okay. The, right. the, uh, my, she would be Michael Douglas's wife. Uh, also okay. cast in Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Walton Goggins, Randall Park, and Hannah John Kamen. Damn. So uh, that's a pretty good cast right no there. No kidding. Sign me up. Captain Marvel will be set in the 90s and will introduce the Scrolls, which um, I know a little bit about the Scrolls. This could be where the right. where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to go after Thanos. So hmm. pretty interested in that. Uh, Nick Fury so will. Huh? It's going to go back in time then? Because this takes place in the 90s, you said, right? Well, yeah, but uh, Captain Marvel's going to be in uh, Avengers Infinity War, so I don't I know. How rich she wasn't? Uh, she, I, I think she is. Uh, okay. she's, I think she's on IMDb listed. So Okay. Which it kind of it kind of got people talking, because if this is set in the 90s, how old is Brie Larson's character supposed to be now? Yeah. yeah. So, Good question. People uh, are saying Nick Fury, Nick Fury didn't have his eye patch in, the, in this movie, too, in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, we're getting. Uh, I guess they're gonna go the Michael Douglas route and young him up in this oh, one, and uh, okay. he's gonna have both eyes. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Black Panther uh, show new footage, and um, there is a video of them of the cast watching or the panel watching the footage, and they just like jumped out of their seats, like they are super pumped about this movie, and it just got yeah. the crowd excited. I'm already excited. So yeah, it looks awesome. Hey, Marvel hadn't gone wrong yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, not, not and in the movie uh, department at least. Yeah, right. Um, I'm gonna finish up with the the two biggest uh, trailers of Comic Con. First is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, so good, so good. Looks good. That was my favorite yeah. trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's up there. Um, yeah, super excited. You know, we actually got to hear Hulk talking this. I love that part. Yeah, at the end. right. Got more of the uh, what's going on. Thor with the one-liners. Yeah, yeah. And, I think that's what's, yeah, that's what's helping it, right? It's funnier than it. I didn't really like the second one. I've tried watching it a couple times, yeah. and I just, I just don't like it as much as the first one. All the other Marvel movies have a lot of comedy, and I think it's super smart of Marvel hiring Taika Waititi to direct, and like yes. his his comedy is all over because you can tell. And I fucking sure. love what we do in the shadows. I mean, that movie I think is fucking yes. hilarious. So just to have I them. A couple times. What's that? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought uh, there's a couple times in the previews where in the preview where I actually like laughed. Yeah, the- <laughs> it looks yeah. super fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And speaking uh, of fantasy, right? I, I mean, yes. it's got that look, right? That you're looking. Drop the news that Clancy Brown is the voice of Surtur. He is the big uh, fire demon at the end of the trailer. Okay, oh, very cool. cool. And uh, Clancy Brown will always be uh, what's his name, Kurt the Kurgan from uh, what is it, uh, Highlander? Oh yeah, sure, oh. sure. <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of people. Know. He's always a, he's always a big bad dude. He's usually like a yeah. military leader or something like that. That's gone. That's gone rogue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen him in anything where he hasn't just totally 
hammed it up like in a good way. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And to me and my kids, he's always Mr. Krabs. <laughs> he's been around That's for him. sure. Uh-huh. And finally, uh, they dropped the Infinity War trailer, which they did not release online. But yeah, there, are ways, there are there ways are, you can watch it. Ways. <laughs> um, I actually uh, I might have watched it. Oh, and okay. yeah. I, this this might be my number one movie next year. Ooh, oh, it's wow. gonna be good. So um, if well, if, if nobody's seen it, then uh, we can just move on. No, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, from what people were saying, yeah. I mean, like the scene with Thanos and a certain planet, sure. I was like, sold. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, super excited. And um, that is all we have. All right. Well, we trudged through. We made it. And uh, we're <laughs> we were trying to keep the show under an hour. It's going to be a challenge. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Philip, do, we, uh, <laughs> do we happen to have any listener feedback? This week, so our our big question this week uh, in the in the horror returns group, which if you haven't signed on to the horror returns group on Facebook, do it now. Stop. We'll pause the show. Go do it and come back. Uh, <laughs> it was who could have played a better Valerian or Loreline than Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne? <laughs> <I'm all right. laughs> close, close enough, man. <laughs> Um, Carl McCullough suggested uh, Charlize Theron for Loreline. Um, Thomas Mariani suggested that it might make sense if Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence were to swap roles from Passengers, which he feels would improve both movies. I'm not mad at that. Me too. Uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our buddy Patrick Lear picks uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake for Valerian. <laughs> Okay. Hey, don't laugh. And, don't laugh. Justin Timberlake's a pretty good actor. Uh, I think he could have pulled it off, man. He was supposed too. to be like a a, a, oh. a pretty pretty boy ladies man. Oh, name um, one movie Timberlake's been good in. Oh, dude, come on, Alpha, man. Alpha Dog. Alpha, Alpha Dog. Uh, he's a side character. He's... Nah, but he was a damn good side character in that one, man. Oh, I, I'm gonna st- and, I'm gonna stand behind him for Alpha Dog big time. Um, and uh, Anna Sophia Robb, and I'm not. Who uh, for Lorelai? I'm not real she's, sure who she is she's either. A couple things. Uh, yeah, I she's think I'm have to look young. her up. I think she's very young. I'm not sure she could have pulled that off. Uh, Patrick also suggested Sophia Botella for Lorelai, who was also an atomic blonde um, and super hot in that movie. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Uh, uh, Jason Morris actually mostly agreed with Lance that the actors involved were fine in the roles, and it was a pretty damn good movie for all the way around. Um, oh, yeah. Jason's right. Smart yeah, guy. No, I mean, they could have picked any number of people for uh, uh, for Valerian. I think, uh, you know who I think would have been really cool is uh, Ryan Gosling. I totally would have Oh, come that. on, dude. You fucking yeah, man. back there again. Yeah. Man. Same here. He, he does, makes every 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 movie perfect. He, he pulls a, he uh, pulls guys. a major off a lot better than Dane Don. But sure. I like Dane Don. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Tommy Wiseau would have been better. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I'm speechless. Tell me you wouldn't make everything better. Yeah. I'm speechless. Oh hi, so, uh, Lorelai. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lorelai. 
Uh, I don't know how well he could have pulled off flirty. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, that was The rough. Shining wins out for our poll on uh, on which Stephen King film to pair with uh, next week on The Dark Tower. Um, thanks right. to everyone who voted on our online poll. Is anybody mad at that choice? Uh, it doesn't uh, have anything to do with the story, though. I mean, I, I, I would have preferred it if we would pick something that's more like a similar storyline to The Dark Tower, but I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Alfonso, could you could you think of a of a, of a prior movie that has the same basic uh, plot line? That's the thing. I was I don't I didn't know the book too well or the movie, but yeah. I think I just I just saw The Shining on there, so I think I voted for The Shining. Okay, I, yeah, buddy. I mean, it's a great it's <laughs> a great honest, film. Yeah, I but you're right. It does, as far as the pairing goes, you're right. Yeah, it's just it's a little odd. I'm happy with it, right. man. I, I'm 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 ready to watch The Shining. I haven't seen it in years. Um, we have a new iTunes review. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, friend of the show, Melissa Stevens from uh, Two Jed Chicks podcast. Go check it out if you haven't. They talk about The Walking Dead and associated stuff. Uh, said, these dudes are the bomb.com. I am a podcast snob. I listen to exactly five podcasts, and THR is one of them. Uh, Lance, Brian, and Philip are so fun to listen to. You feel like you're hanging out with three of your buddies and talking about the movies and the shows you've been watching, uh, which is pretty much what we do. Um, I love that they seem to have a good time and aren't overly analytical. Uh, Brian is a wealth of knowledge, which, yeah, no shit. You should be on <laughs> a game show or some shit. <laughs> uh, when it comes to all things comic and horror-related, Um Philip can almost always find something good in the movie or show in question, which I appreciate. And uh, Lance isn't afraid to tell it like it is when he thinks the movie <laughs> misses the mark. <laughs> True. Uh, these guys are truly a perfect balance of knowledge, wit, humor, optimism, and well-placed skepticism and awesomeness. Uh, thanks, Melissa. That was amazing. Damn, uh, thanks. You totally are getting a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deal, right? <laughs> Absolutely, that's the deal, man. And we're they go to print in about three weeks, so we'll have them. Rock on. You'll get it. Uh, and we're happy to announce that we're still well on our way to uh, our goal of a thousand likes on the main Facebook page by the end of the year. Uh, we're actually at nine oh one right now. So with any luck, hey, by like a. Uh, Samantha Leonard of Houston, Texas. Thank you for helping to push us towards our goal. We hope you enjoy the podcast. All right. Thank you, Samantha. You're getting a t-shirt too. Outstanding. <laughs> you like Oprah. You get a t-shirt. Right. You get a t-shirt. Thanks to everybody who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page or any of the other social medias. Just type in the horror returns in the little search bar. Uh, or the Horror Returns group on the Facebook page again. Um, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. All right, cool. So now it's time for our featured attractions. And uh, as we said before, it's Action Week. So once again at uh, the Horror Returns, it's time to switch switch into high gear. We're going to go into the world of Killer Blondes with Atomic Blonde and Kill Bill. So we'll start out with some trivia, as we always do for the older movie, Kill Bill. Uh, director and writer, I'm sure this surprises none of, uh, absolutely zero of our listeners. 
that it's uh, a, a one certain Quentin Tarantino. Uh, shouldn't the even man. mention what else he's done, but we'll say also known for Death Proof and The Hateful Eight. Uh, Christopher, <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about both a lot, and we've reviewed Death Proof, <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah. Christopher Allen Nelson worked on the special effects. He revealed in an interview that over 450 gallons of fake blood were used between the two films, Kill Bill 1 and 2. Uh, Quentin that Tarantino. does not surprise me. Nope. <laughs> not a shocker. Uh, Quentin Tarantino owns the Pussy Wagon and drove as his everyday that vehicle. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he drove, <laughs> drove it as his everyday vehicle to promote the release of Kill Bill Volume 2. He licensed use of it for a Missy Elliott music video, I'm Really Hot. And it also appears in the video for Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce. And final piece of trivia, the shot where the bride splits a baseball in two with a samurai sword was done for real on the set. It was done by Zoe Bell, Uma Thurman's stunt mm-hmm. double, who we also talked about weird. in Death Proof. There you uh, go. All right, Alfonso, we, uh, our tradition here is to let our guests have the option if they want to go first. So would you like to uh, speak first, my friend? Sure, I'd like to go first. Um, I yeah, I love Kill Bill. From I took a day off from work just to go see it in the theater because I was so excited for the next Tarantino movie. Damn. Um, and I remember reading back then where it was supposed to be one whole movie, um, but then they broke it down into two. So I was like, all right, and it sucks. We have to wait for the second one. Um, but I, after like a couple years later down the road, I was able to catch the whole bloody affair at this theater in L.A. called the New Beverly. Mm-hmm. And they were showing it for like a month, the whole. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta see it! I've, been, I've always wanted to see it throughout with the intermission and the House of Blue, uh, House of Blues. What is it? The, the fight in the Blue Leaves, the club. It's in color instead of in uh, black and oh, white. Oh, the scene with the crazy '88s where it's filmed in black and white. Yes. they they redid it in color. Yeah, and originally, yeah, he wanted it in color, but oh, in order to pass the ratings, no he had to do it in black and white. I didn't know that. So that's why it's in black and white. Yeah, so it's okay. cool. It's a lot of montage and. and in fact, like Michael Jai White was cut from the film because he's in some training montages, um, but okay. he he still did he still didn't show up in the whole bloody affair cut, which I thought was interesting. Um, okay. But everything is pretty much the same. It's just just for that scene, and then like the intermarriage, and it's just to me it plays out way better throughout as a one whole movie. But um, yeah, I'm not mad at it if they broke it up. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm a huge fan of like the, the the soundtrack. I mean, just like everything Tarantino's dialogue. The casting choice, I mean, it's like if you're a horror fan, you see Sid Haig show up in part two. Michael Parks is amazing in it. You know, he plays, Mm -hmm. you know, he's always the sheriff. Um, Uma Thurman just did a great job. I love the reference to Game of Death, especially Game of Death with the outfit she's wearing. Um, The scene with the the anime scene in in part one is amazing. I love it. Like uh, Lincoln Park, they liked it so much. So one of their videos, they use the same animation group in one of their videos. Oh, um, I've seen that. Yeah, it's the same group. Yeah, and I thought, and I, and I, I was so bummed that I thought in part two that we were going to get another animation, and we did. And I was so bummed. I wish we could have gotten another one of those because I think that was just just amazing. The movie totally worked well. Fit in um, well. Yeah, you and the, the twisted nerve soundtrack, the the whistling. You can you can hear you oh, still yeah. hear that song. Sure, it's sampled you know? today. Yeah, there was some rap song called Kill Bill, I think, that, that samples right. it right now. And my kids were listening to it, uh, rapping to it. I'm like, do you even know where that's from? I'm like, come on, man. It's like, right. it's not even <laughs> Kill Bill. It's like even another it, movie that killed yeah, that, uh, like an, Tarantino like an old, got. An old 60s uh, obscure horror movie, right? I, yeah, I think it's called Twisted Nerve, I think. Yeah, that sounds, I think the song that is sounds about Twisted. right, dude. Yep. Yeah. I remember, and, I remember uh, reading that. 
yeah, I um, yeah, I I absolutely love Kill Bill too. This is like it's one of my favorites of, of his. Uh, I wish he would finish it. I wish like he said maybe down the road when you know like uh, we get to see the the kids go at it, Uma's kid and uh, Vivica Fox's kid maybe go at it in the third oh, one. That's what know? I was waiting on. Yeah, that's... only got a couple of movies left, and I I have a feeling um, that right. Before he retires, yeah. right? Can we get that, please? Can we get that? Oh, it would be incredible. Yeah. So to yeah, me, yeah. I, I read some things. Uh, it might include uh, what's her, what's the character's name? L returning. Oh yeah, of course. It's got and uh, and um, oh, what was her name? Sophia, the one that got her arm cut off. Uh-huh. Yeah, like oh, all these right. all these people yeah, seeking re- basically all these people seeking revenge. Right. Okay. Yeah. So L L be blind too. The California Mountains thing. Yeah. Blind. No. Yeah, both she's both got other guys. Yeah, yeah, and the other one got stepped on, so she can't put that back on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely I'll... love Kill Bill one and two. It's like one of my favorites. Yeah, I uh, one thing I'll say about Tarantino is this: this dude knows how to write script. I mean, every fucking movie he's ever done is just it, it's like a, it's like a movie geek's wet dream when you listen to the dialogue that he writes, and it's just, it, it, it's a work of art. Um, I'm not the biggest, uh, the world's biggest kung fu fan, so <clears throat> I would say that out of all all the Tarantino films that I've seen, uh, Kill Bill's probably toward the bottom for me personally, just because I'm not really, you know, a big kung fu fan. I kind of liken it to professional wrestling a little bit, and I'm I'm not really into wrestling, and I just kind of feel like it's the same, you know, kind of the same formula a little bit. Um, Every years are. Yeah, I know. Everybody's <laughs> right 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 gonna fucking shit all over me, but it's oh just, no, it, no it, I'm, I'm not mad. It's like you know, it's like you got one person. Yeah. It's always the same fucking formula. You got one person in the middle of eighty-eight people or a hundred people or whatever, and each one attacks them one at a time. You know, it's like give me mm-hmm. a break. Why don't they just fucking bum rush the hero? You know, and that mm-hmm. it kind of fucking I, I don't really get it. Like when a master is so proficient at their art that they can jump up and step on a sword and just kind of like sit there and, and and hover you know while the person's holding the sword and then like how can somebody be so such a kung fu expert that they can you know they're they're buried under you know eight feet of of dirt and they could just punch and punch their way out of it i, I mean that's just me uh, that that just kind of you know isn't isn't exactly my cup of tea so much but for what this movie was and the way it was filmed and the way he mixed in the animation, as you mentioned earlier, Alfonso, absolute fucking beautiful work of art. Very well-filmed movie. Um, again, I'll say it again. Uh, I'll take Tarantino's dialogue over almost any writer ever in the history of cinema. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how much I'm behind Tarantino and what he can put on paper and have people say. And it just it's just fucking amazing. Um, and there's a lot of things to love about this movie, but just not necessarily my favorite type of Tarantino movie. Yeah. You you know what? I'm not, I'm not super mad at that because this is not by any means my favorite Tarantino movie either. Um, I I think it falls kind of in the middle to me. Um, I love old school Kung Fu movies when the fight scenes are really fucking awesome, but things like, uh, John Wick two, uh, which I, I, I rewatched and I, I like wanted that to be my cool of the week, except I think it's already been my cool of the week like twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, have kind of spoiled me on on fight scenes because man, they fucking perfected it. Uh, this one though was was cool if you uh, 
you got to go into that little bit of cheesy territory. That crazy 88 scene is the best scene in both movies. It is great. I love the chick with the ball. She's swimming mm-hmm. the thing. The yeah, cinematography is well incredible. Done. Yes. I Like, Quentin Tarantino is a fucking genius. All right? And I'm talking, this is, it may not be my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, but this was amazing. It was great. The whole goddamn thing, man. And watching them back to back like that was kind of awesome. I watched them with my mom. Because, uh... Because <laughs> that's what you do. Right. Well, okay. she's 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 helping babysit while my wife's out of town right now. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so we watched the whole thing, and uh, and she's she's really into sci-fi and like fun action stuff. But this was uh, originally a little too bloody for her. She really enjoyed the whole thing, watching both of them back to back like that. And uh, I think if you take the crazy eighty-eight scene out of it, the whole um, Orion Ishii backstory and everything because i think that was mm-hmm. i think that was the uh the golden ticket of the movie right there you know yeah uh, if you take all that out, then it's then it's kind of just okay but you put that in and it makes it incredible um so i i, I have a ton of respect for it. it's not it, it's it's by no means my favorite quentin tarantino but it's really amazing and if you haven't seen it what the fuck are you doing yeah <laughs> Um, I love Kill Bill, and we talked. We talked a little bit about the the cast. I mean, we also had Sonny Chiba in this movie, and if anybody doesn't know Sonny Chiba, go check his films out. And you mentioned uh, Alfonso. You mentioned Michael Parks. He was actually in this movie twice. Mm-hmm. He was in the yep. second one as Esteban, and he's fucking great in that scene. <laughs> yes, Wait he a is. minute, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. That was uh, Parks again. Yes, yep. it was. Holy shit! I gotta go. That's how good that. he is. That's how good he is. You wow. didn't recognize him. He's got that accent down. Uh, Perfect. He's holding that cigarette. And he's just oh, fucking. Yeah. Char- yeah, he's fucking got great it, in that yeah. scene. I'm glad got you brought got that his up. Whore, got his whores hanging around and <laughs> just uh, a fucking light uh, back dude. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, those girls. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, another thing that I really liked about Quentin is his the way he directs. And, and cast certain people because I'm not a Daryl Hannah fan or um, Biblical Fox, right? Lucy Liu. Like I don't. I don't. No. Yeah, none of them are like super standout, you know, actors. All of those people are amazing. Yeah, in this movie. In this movie, that's, yeah, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If right, right. if anything else, if you bring up those actresses, I mean, of course, Daryl Hannah, you got to bring a splash, but right, um, crush them as a kid. Yeah, but <laughs> but any other any other time you bring up those actresses, I go to Kill Bill because I, I okay. thought they were fantastic and that, that whole opening fight scene with Bebuka Fox. Oh yeah, love yeah. that scene and yeah, this movie and and it's it's almost like I understand why they broke it up because there's two different tones to the first and the second movie, and I loved it. My only gripe with it is I didn't like how this movie ended the second movie. It was a lot yeah. of build up to nothing to me. Well, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. She used the move that she was taught. You know, she, yeah. she proved she was the only one worthy of learning that Kung Fu move. You know, I understand that. It's just, I kind of grew up watching a little bit of the Kung Fu show. Right. So I wanted to see David Carradine kick Actually some ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And we <laughs> never got to see him do anything. <sighs> That's a good yeah. point. I never thought about it. And well, he we, is built up. To, go ahead. 
no, we did get to hear him, him, him his fucking uh, golden voice, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just amazing. When he was sitting there by the campfire telling her the story about uh, uh, Pai Wei. That's Tarantino, man. Oh, man. That was, he was, he was perfect for that. You know, I mean, he was yeah. great, great in the role. He didn't need to do he, the yeah, I, I just writing. just me as as growing up watching him. I just wanted to see sure. something, you know, just just something. Mm-hmm. But we I didn't was, get it. But I, I for the overall for his character, I I just right. I was okay with it. But you know, they built him up to be a badass, and you know, his he also had a code name. He was Snake Charmer. He was he was the ah, head of the the okay. whole the whole um, whatever oh. Viper assassin team or whatever they were called. And I just I wanted to see him. I don't know. Throw one punch, maybe. Mm-hmm. I always thought yeah. that was him in the animation scene with the white suit because they like focused on the sword. Ah, you know, you know, what? And he's pulling his hair back, and I'm thinking, I wonder if that's him younger. Okay, yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, that 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 kind of right. seems like it might be that way, right? Because they focus on him a lot towards the end. You know, he's flipping his hair back, mm. and he throws the cigar. He shoots all sideways. It's all cool. You know, I was, and then wow. they focus on the sword, the hot thirty Hanzo sword. I, I always wonder if that was him. That. That makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, it does. Wow, I wonder huh. if we could uh, look look that up on Google or something. Yeah, I'm very to, to check that out. I I guess it's just whatever you want it to be, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or they or they may tie it all together in the third one if they ever make it. Right. Mm-hmm. Not, she said that. Yeah, the way he wow. lifted up the sword with his thumb, kind of flicked it up. Sure. Yeah. You know? Well, shit. Think we, are like, we ready uh, to get into score? Yeah, yeah I think so, because we got to talk about the main movie, and we're coming up on uh, over an hour and a half, so um, <laughs> we try to keep it within the time frame, but you know how that is. Um, yeah. yeah, I would... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I knew that it wasn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would say this movie for me All is... Right. Um, it, it, Alfonso, what do you think, buddy? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. You're, you're, on the, you're on the first Alfonso. I'm trying to jump out there, man. Oh no, it's okay. Um, yeah, you guys are on a five star rating, right? Uh, uh, one through ten, ten out, out of ten. Out of ten? Oh, okay. Yeah, this movie I can watch. Um, if it's on TV, I'm gonna catch it. Uh, there's not, like a boring part for me. I, I'll watch it whenever. So to me, I'm gonna give it a a ten out of ten. I just I could always watch it. I just, I love it that much. I really I do. Damn. Just because it's got all these character actors and uh, the animation scene, like I said, never gets old. The soundtrack is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tarantino, just like you said, when you just when got, actors are sitting there and they're talking for like 15, 20 minutes, it's so engaging that there's even, there's no action going on, but just them talking is so it's 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 so good. Even when it, the movie does slow down, it's fascinating to me. So I I just don't ever get bored of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this movie a little bit lower rating than what it deserves, and just that's just simply a preference thing because sure. of uh, it's not the type of movie that I normally would go to. Um, but I mean, if you look at the the impact that this movie has had on pop culture, you know, like you said, the sampling, and I, I heard a couple of other songs in here. the The soundtrack was amazing, just like every Tarantino right. movie. The soundtrack yeah. is absolutely fucking point on, almost mm-hmm. over the top. It's so perfect. With what's going on, but I've heard I've heard sampling from the whistling you were talking about. I've heard like some of the score I've heard sampled in a couple of songs within the last you know ten years. Um, I've heard a lot. Well, of the, the commercial lines. too, right? Yeah, the commercial. Um, Hell yeah, dude! The Camaro Absolutely. commercial was playing that song, and other trailers were playing that song when she's riding the motorcycle. Everyone bit that song after the movie came out. Every, You're right. Every, That's right. Everybody did, and a lot of the, a lot of the score, like the the background music, has I've heard it here, there, and everywhere. 
Yeah, and, by Lizzo um, too, but for Wu Tang. You know what? And that's this is the kind of movie that is perfect for Wu Tang because they're big into fucking kung fu. Oh yeah, um, Rizzo's but, album. Uh, he, yeah. Hell yeah, dude! And he's really, really big into. Uh, you know, he 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 does a lot of movies or a lot of music and movies that we don't even know about. You know, he's mm. he's so involved in it these days, but. If you look at some of the, um, or you listen to some of the lines in the movie too, like for example, you know there was the there was the one that you know the the scene that Philip loved so much, where she said you didn't really think it was going to be that easy, did you? And of course, you know, uh, Beatrix says, you know, for a minute there, I actually kind of did. I've heard, yeah, I've heard great. that. I've heard that played a couple a couple of places before. Classic. Yeah. So, in fact, the trans- one of the Transformers movie. Uh, Samples the song too. That same one when she's riding a motorcycle. Doesn't when, uh, I think me. when uh, when uh, Bumblebee transforms, uh, he gets the new look Camaro. Right. And maybe from the first one. <laughs> and I remember hearing that and going, "Hey, come on, man! That's from Kill Bill." I was like, "Come on." <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. I mean, let's let's face facts. If if I were if I were to line up my you know my my score with with the importance and influence this has had on pop culture, it it would be much closer to what you just gave it. But just mm-hmm. because of my preferences, um, I still give it. I consider a really, really strong score of uh, seven point five. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm not terribly mad at that. I think um, I have to take into account that it, it's a Tarantino film, and uh, I, I think that maybe I was looking a little harder at it than I should be because if anybody else directed this, kind of what I was a, thinking too, a complete masterpiece. Um, I, I think yeah, there is nobody better ever at picking music for a movie than Quentin Tarantino. That guy's awesome. I, I had a hard time picking music for this one. Um, I'm going to give it a, a nine because uh, it, it's hard for me to go lower than that on a Tarantino film. You know, I mean, he may, he may have a couple of them that dips into the eights, but uh um. Yeah, he's got a couple of them that are straight tens to me, and uh, th- this one I'm gonna go nine. Nice. Um, I'm also gonna go nine. Um, I like the action, the directing, the the dialogue, everything. Um, he made a lot of actresses and uh, certain other people better for me in this movie than they would yeah. ever be in any other movie. <laughs> I do take a little bit off because I, like I said, it was a little anticlimactic for me at the end and sure. take also a little bit off because Uma Thurman has the ugliest feet I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man, someone had to go there. I oh, no. I, 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 <laughs> why did they show that? Because Tarantino has a foot fetish. Think about it. Look at all his movies. He always yeah, films and, feet. And then you you see her feet again when she steps on the eyeball. I'm like, ugh. Yes, yeah. Just, just wiggle <laughs> your big toe. He does. He has a foot fetish. That's why it's always there. Oh, it's but so funny. Had one too many high heels on. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so they should have Zoe Bell's feet in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <With> stunt feet. <laughs> All right. On to the next movie. All right, yep. Uh, we'll move on now to the uh, featured attraction this week, which is the brand new uh, Atomic Blonde. Uh, director is David uh, Leach, also known for the upcoming Deadpool 2, Philip. Yeah. Yeah. So Nice. <laughs> you, that, you have that to look forward to. Uh, writer okay. was uh, Kurt Johnstad. Uh, he also was known for 300 and Act of Valor, uh, among okay. other movies. 
So Charlize Theron had eight personal trainers to help her master her intensely physical performance. She also trained with Keanu Reeves, who was preparing for John Wick Chapter 2. Yeah. This, uh, and, and actually the director was very involved in both John Wick movies, so it kind of makes sense. Um, the movie is based on Anthony Johnson and Sam Hart's graphic novel, The Coldest City, which re- revolves around a spy who has to find a list of double agents who are being smuggled into the West. Uh, David Leach's first solo credit as director, um, as I said before, after co-directing John Wick with Chad Stahelski. So, Atomic Blonde, uh, Alfonso, you want to get it started? Sure, I'll go first, yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to this movie. Just from that alone, the director, like one of the co-directors from the first John Wick, and then and yep. this would be a solo one. Um, so I was looking forward to that. And Charlie Theron is so easy on the eye, so they're, they're upon there. Yeah, a little bit. I loved it. <laughs> just a little bit. I love their Furiosa and Mad Max Fury Road. So she's just one of those actresses that just can do everything. I mean, to have eight trainers, and she was really involved. I mean, in, in Fury Road, she's she only got one arm, and she's kicking she's kicking ass. So imagine her with two arms, you know, and mm-hmm. high heels, and a, and a bungee cord, and some guns, and 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 you believe it. I mean, she's in those scenes. I mean, there's some there's some long takes where you see her in the action, and you see her do it, and it's amazing. And so a lot of credit for her. And and I seen some of the training videos where she's. Um, doing some of the training and she's fully into it and like just taking the guys all the stomach outs for drinks afterwards because she fell back some were taking some real big bumps and taking them out to drinks <laughs> um the movie the movie i for me it really worked i i just like a cool revenge flick i just like a cool like a heroine i and the soundtrack was 80s full 80s bangers so i, I automatically love that oh yeah um and james mcavoy he's one of those um uh members to actors when he shows up too he just kind of seals scenes when he's in there um and um some other characters like john goodman in there too um so the action like they, that's what was pushing the trailers right it's top notch it's just like you know like the captain john wick and it's just gonna be like that so so a lot of times people didn't like it when it t- tend to slow down and and to me i didn't like it just because it looked like just really amazing like just the way it looked for like an action movie because i like good action movies i like bad action movies where it's just like you know it's just there's some cool fight scenes but the movie's just terrible this just looked yeah. like like this the director had like a or maybe it was a cinematographer i don't know what it was but they were very confident in like the look of it um with the cool neon and just the look mm-hmm. it, it yeah. had that john wick feel like in the, in the nightclub scene and then the moments with like there's some unique shots where like her going into the bathtub from overhead or underneath and the scenes were so Patella like oh jesus christ like uh, did the theater right. get hot when i was in there or what i mean i didn't even turn the ac on because i was like this is gonna happen i was like oh my goodness i'm like it's happening you're like all right let's do this you know i'm like you've got the you've already got the male uh in, in here watching the movie you know if you got her shooting guns but then you get that scene you're like okay it's old right <laughs> um <laughs> so some people say it got a little too complicated all the two all too many characters and everything involved and i i can get that i can see that if you're not really paying attention or if you go really late at night you might miss right. some things you know you sure. got the list so I, I i understand that the great but i don't understand why the the people some people didn't really like it i don't know i i for me i was entertained mm-hmm. the whole time and the action when the action kicks in especially that one in the stairway scene fucking forget about it that's one of the best action right. scenes Amazing. in 20, or in the last 10 years i mean that that, that scene alone is worth mm-hmm. price of mission right there so um i had a, i had a good time with this movie yeah i also had a good time with this movie i thought charlie she brought it in this movie 100 mm-hmm. percent and there are videos online if you guys if anybody wants to check out her training for this movie she is really serious about what she's doing and it shows to me in this movie and um 
I thought the cast was good. James McAvoy, of course. Uh, you got John Goodman in there. Lance, you brought up uh, Bill Skarsgård earlier that he mm-hmm. shows up in this. Yeah, I didn't expect to um, see him. Yeah, I totally like the story, and um, I like I like where it went near the end. And you know, we'll get into that later. Sure. And overall, hot tornado. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I brought I brought my son with the with me to this movie, and he fully loved it because uh, I recently just uh, showed him uh, John Wick. So he is full on. Oh, cool! With with okay. with this style of action, and um, how, how we, we had a good time. Am I asking? Sorry, sixteen. Okay, nine. Okay. So yeah, I was gonna okay. say, do you, do you cover the eyes during that scene? Or, yeah, you're like, no, oh, you're good. <laughs> no, he's he's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm I'm really glad that I didn't watch this one with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I think uh, James McAvoy might be my favorite actor right now. Um, that dude is fucking amazing. I think Charlize Theron is going to go down in history as one of the greatest actresses. She she was awesome. Um, I love that style of action. This like realistic fucking fight scenes that they have in this, which they pulled from the John Wick thing, you know. Um, and part of why I love that movie so much. Um, I. I I really enjoyed it. Is it is it John Wick Chapter Two? No, but listen, this was a fun fucking movie to watch, man. And yeah, plot tornado at the end. That I don't I don't think that's necessarily a spoiler, but some <laughs> weird shit happens, and I, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. And uh, <laughs> Charlize Theron kicked some serious ass in some high heels, and that scene that she had with Sophia Botella, oh my god. <laughs> that was over the top. Uh, in the best way possible. <laughs> um, I, I'm not mad at it, dude. I, I really enjoyed myself uh, kind of the whole time. Uh, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It was, it was pretty kick-ass. Yeah, it was um, for me. It was. It, I liked the way that it started out, and I liked the way that it ended. And that one scene that you guys are talking about in the stairway is like, there's no doubt. It's like one of the top, one of the top, you know, five five action scenes of the last ten years. Yeah, um, it's gonna be remembered for a long time, and a very very realistic, kind of like John Wick was. Where I, mm-hmm, I don't yeah. remember uh, who it was. I think it was uh, uh, Jack was on the show with us on that one. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, and he was talking about that you could literally count how many bullets he would fire before he had to reload. Mm, like, that yeah. was the level of realism they were going for. And I and I felt that with this one, because she's not one of those, like, heroes that would just, like, hit you and then, like, bounce back and, you know, you, they wouldn't touch her. And she still had a perfectly beautiful face and no, you know, no bruises, no cuts. No, mm-hmm. she got down and she got dirty. And she yeah, actually, yeah, you know, not to give too much away, but she actually, you know... There were a few minutes, moments there where I was wondering if she, how the fuck she was going to get out of the situation yeah. that she was yeah. in. And that just added realism to it. But um, at the end of the day, I mean, there were a few parts in the middle for me where the story got real convoluted and it really slowed down. Um, and that kind of pulled me out of it for about a half an hour of the two hours of the movie. Um, McAvoy, not his best performance. I thought he's been in some you know better performances than this. Um, Goodman was just kind of taking up space, in my opinion. Uh, Sophia Botella has had much better roles, the mummy not being one of them, but it's definitely <laughs> it's better roles than this. So 
I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, um, it's some absolute fucking standout moments in the movie. But all in all, you know, not not my favorite action movie of the year, but, you know, it is what it is. You guys ready for scores? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, Fonzo? Yeah, I'm going to give this uh, a 7.5. You know, like, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, not bad, dude. You know what? I think I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, I thought the action held up well enough. It did It did slow down there in the middle, but overall, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to give it... I'm try I'm having a hard time deciding between eight and eight and a half. I I, I think I'll go eight. Um because yeah, it did definitely sl- definitely slow down, but I loved the action. I loved the action and it was super cool. And then right. uh mm, I'll get into it in spoilers. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well I'm I'm going I'm going seven. I mean it, it I, the whole movie I was thinking, okay, this is like a five and a half, six, five and a half, six, five and a half, six. And then mm-hmm. when I got into that one fight scene, I'm like, okay, it just yep. fucking went through the roof. So <laughs> at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a strong seven for me. So I think all four of us would highly recommend checking the movie out for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. You won't regret it. It's fun. Absolutely. All right, spoiler time. Yeah, let's do it. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, who who wants to bring, um, bring something up first? I think I'll start it out. Uh, I think I'll start it out. Um, after watching Charlie's kick ass in this movie, it really makes me wish she had more to do in the Fate of the Furious. Right. Right. Other than, I mean, I know I know she's supposed to be a computer hacker, but she does have the scene where she's showing Vin Diesel all her guns and knives and. It just made me think back to I was I, I wish she had more to do in that movie, and I also wish they had Sophia Batella do more in this movie because she was kind of whiny and she cried about only being in this in this line of business for a year and she didn't think it was going to be like this and she started crying and I was like I don't want to see Sophia Batella you know we saw her in the Mummy right wasn't great. But she, I think everybody can probably say she was one of the best parts of that movie. Sure. And then she kicked ass in the Kingsman. And I think yeah. she was just kind of wasted in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was underused for sure. Underused and, big time. And an, I and another, completely disagree. I thought she was great. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you can distract her from that one scene. Aside from that, aside yeah. from that scene. <laughs> yeah. And, and one more thing. Um, and the other scene where she's walking around with the Walkman, like, Hooked to her underwear. Oh, okay. We'll we'll throw that in there, too. This girl Uh, kills me. (laughs) uh, Charlize Theron, um, the the other scene I liked was the scene, her the second time she fought the the one guy with the blonde hair, the guy she stabbed in the face with the keys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was a... What a hardcore son of a bitch. I I love the... I love that that fight they had after the stairway scene because they were just giving it to each other to the point where they had a moment where they just kept getting up and staggering back and falling back down. And I I really enjoyed the realness because in other action movies, somebody would have just jumped up after taking a beating. But but they're like what I wanted to bring up. Like if if you ever been a real fucking fight, man, you get tired, man. And, and, And it's like. 
Sometimes it's 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 just two people lumbering around and throwing whatever the fuck they can because you, ever you see they live. You know? Remember how tired they were in that alleyway? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. With the sunglasses. <laughs> how long that fight went? <laughs> right. I I I love how real it was. They were both fucking white and and just you know slinging whatever they could out and and expending every bit of energy. And I love that they had that scene. You know where they're where they're both like kind of staggering back and forth and they can't. Uh, like they're they're too tired to stand up straight. <laughs> yeah, I saw an interview with the director or one of the stuntmans where they were saying we're like, yeah, if one hit would take Charlize down because you know a man's gonna be a little stronger than a woman, they're gonna knock it down. So she needs to use more things around her. To, so she so if the guy punches her once, she'll need to punch him two or three times, or yeah. she'll have to use see like sure. the the freezer door in the fridge or the pot. You know, she's using things around her to help her out. And yeah, it really makes sense with that realism you guys are referring to. And that's not sexist. It's fucking real. Sorry. No, yeah. that's no. That's what just what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get in the ring with her. She'd kick my ass. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind going around or two and just you know. I, I, I will tap out. <laughs> just for the story. Yeah, how, how did you guys feel about the 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 couple swerves they threw in at the at the end? Kind oh, of the, the plot twist. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the way they 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 set it all up. I mean, you you guys you guys understood what was going on, right, Philip? Okay, so I I, I get that uh, James McAvoy. They kind of had him set up just because he as, because he killed her right. lover. So that was yeah. more of a revenge thing, right? So I I, I like that. Well, now was he the one that did it or not? No. No, she was she was the double agent the whole time, but but right. she was actually playing the Russians. She was like pretending to be a double agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she was playing everybody because at the end you found out she was actually going old school all the way back, an American agent. She was she was part of the CIA from the very right. beginning, and yeah, the British was. just assumed she was a British citizen and made her a spy. So if you go all the so way back, who- to, she started out as an American spy. So who gave up the guy at the very beginning? That was Joaquin Phoenix, right? Was that Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> was it? He, he was in this movie? Was it? I don't know. I, the dude with the fucking mustache that died at the very beginning? He looked like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm looking. Yeah. It's yeah, funny because of him. So who gave him up? I gotta think about that, Alfonso. Did you catch that? Yeah, I'm trying to think right now too because I'm on Wikipedia. Mac- it's kind of goes over to, everything. I think McAvoy was just trying to keep everything balanced so he could stay there, right? And keep and keep yeah. living the life. Yeah, because he, he, he did, said he loved Berlin. Yeah, he did. So she was leaving. the one. Yeah, she was the one uh, that was that was the double agent. I can't remember what the name was uh, at the, at this particular Satchel. moment. Satchel. Satchel. Mm-hmm. So. Is she the one that gave him up? Quite possibly. I thought she yeah. Was like, yeah, as part of the yeah. bigger picture, I could yeah. see that. I mean, it's a movie that deserves a, another another viewing for sure because there was a lot going on in here. Yeah, there yeah. was a couple of things that I was like, "Wait a minute, how? Wait, is he? What happened here?" <laughs> and it all kind of happened right at the end there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the, I think the only thing that you could really that I believed was true with her was her love affair with uh, Sophia Botella's character. Yes, I, yeah, I believe that. But I think oh, everything yeah. else, yeah. she was just playing everybody. Yeah, I I, I think you're right, and that's kind of what it was. 
Yeah, because uh, here, we're, yeah, I'm here Wikipedia. They mention her the triple agent. So it says here, like yeah. in present day, <laughs> yeah, it says in, in present day, Lorraine presents MI6 with the photographs as well as spliced audio recordings, painting Percival as a traitor, and denies knowing the list's current whereabouts, forcing the agency to close the case. Three days later, she meets with Bremovich in Paris, revealing herself to be Satchel. Lorraine gives him a fake list, but Bremovich admits he knows she set him up. Lorraine kills kills his henchman and reveals she was manipulating events from the very beginning before killing him. She then she then meets uh, Kurzweil, revealing herself to be a mole, more specifically a triple agent, planted by the CIA before returning with him to Langley. And I don't understand the point of it either. Okay, so was it just the U.S. was trying to get a hold of this list? And if that's the case, then why in the hell did she kill James McAvoy? And uh, except to except to, to set thing. him up as a patsy, you know. Well, he yeah. he did kill Sophia Batella. So yeah, that's true too. And yeah. like Lance said, I, I do believe that was genuine. She had genuine feelings for her. Yeah. Because you can tell when she's yeah when they're in the interrogation scene when it gets to that part of talking about it you can tell she's like a little yeah I, I kind of I think I need to watch it again just to grasp the concept. You want to watch that scene and, again? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and again, and again, and again, and again, with the VHS will stop working. Right. <laughs> Why does this one have track marks out of it? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, old school, dude. Back in 1989, huh? <laughs> But uh, it, it, when I watch it again, it's probably going to be the last time that I watch it. Okay, I've seen John Wick Chapter Two like uh, right. four times now, and yeah. I still Never fucking love it every time. So I mean, does this hold up to that? Not, not a chance. But it's a it, it's still I think a really cool, fun action movie. I love the way that they use the mu- the the music in it. Um, it was a little eighties poppy instead of sure. 80s in general, you know, like they, right. they, they, they stuck real heavy on that pop side, which makes sense because it was kind of a club scene. They had that one public sure. enemy song. Uh, yep. Yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, they had they had one Clash song, London's Calling. That's right. Yeah, that was cool, too. Um, I, I think I still think they did great with the music and, uh, and just kick ass action. I uh, just uh, I don't I don't know if it holds up to to the John Wick side of things. Right. That that's kind of that's kind of what I was trying to hold it up to as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially yeah. since I knew in advance from getting the trivia stuff together that the yeah. uh, director had worked had worked on the Wick movies. So I was mm-hmm. really you know really expecting something, but I wasn't disappointed. You know I'm glad I'm definitely glad yeah. I went to see it at the theater. Yeah. Could we see a, could we see a crossover? Well, that's what I was wondering if it was in the same uh, universe, you know. Yeah, actually, we were going to talk about this a little bit next week, but they are building a a universe based off John Wick and the whole um, Continental and and all that. Yeah. So, um, you you never know; they could uh, slip this in there. You know, she could be showing up as an older version of her character later on. Could be interesting. I'm sure they will. The fucking emoji movie did better, huh? Oh my gosh! And that that well, movie Friday. has a has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what's insane. It's a Friday estimate seven at ten million, oh, wow. Dunkirk's at eight, and Atomic's at seven. So this weekend ain't over yet. That's not that's not a good sign. Yeah, but I like kids movies. I enjoy going to see them with the kids. You know, but same here. Man, that one looks so fucking dumb. So bad. Yeah, yeah. Even with even with Patrick emoji Stewart's movie? voice. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, that's okay. that movie. Yeah, it just seems lazy, right? If he climbed a little pile of poop, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is there uh, anything else you guys want to mention on this one before we shut it down? No, I think we covered it. I think. All right. Theron and Patella are hot. All right. Uh, before we uh, talk about the what we're doing next week, Alfonso, where can we hear your uh, your stuff, man? Yeah, if you just go to badboyspodcast.com, uh, all the links are there, and uh, it'll take you to SoundCloud. Uh, we're also on iTunes. You can check us out there. Um, and then on Facebook, too, if you like our Facebook page, and we'd really appreciate it. I want to say thank you guys for having me. This so much fun. I'd love to have any of you guys on our podcast whenever you guys feel like it. It'd be, it'd be amazing. It'd be a good time. Um, you know, just, it'd be, uh, be, you know, we just do the same thing. We just talk movies and have a good time. So, yeah, Alfonso, you we need you also have a YouTube up. channel, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, my latest adventure, I was at Comic-Con, so everything I did at Comic-Con, you can see there on uh, my channel's Fonzo13, and my last video was of uh, my Comic-Con adventure, and uh, one of and my may highlights... I, uh-huh. May I just say I'm a little bit jealous that you took a picture with Alicia Malone. I kind of have a thing for her. I don't know if, I don't know if it's that red yourself, hair and that yes. Australian accent. But oh, I'm telling you, boy, in her eyes too, insane. Yeah, yeah. her and Maude Garrett too. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know they were both there, so I had to. Yeah, yeah. she's she's the best. Like her, and I always try. I run into Great Drake. Uh, I don't guess her. Oh, she yeah, yeah, Tomato. Yeah. She's hilarious. I bought her a drink. I, I missed her this one, but the last four years I've ran into her. In fact, in my last Comic Con video, she's there, and uh, she she's the best too. But Elise Malone, yeah, um, when she was there at the Screen Junkies event, and she was walking out, I had to say hi to her and take a picture, and yeah, she's. She's she's awesome, <laughs> but just so to see Outcast, like you know, I saw Big Boy at at the party at one of the parties, and I go, if I'll never get to see Outcast, but if I could see one member of Outcast, there'd be enough for me. And he 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 threw the roof off. I mean, there was no roof because it was on the roof of the Hard Rock. But right. if you guys are familiar with Outcast music, I mean, yeah. they're oh, just yeah. party, yeah, they're just party anthems, yeah. and they're great. And then just to hear them live, oh, so nice. good. So I got a bunch nice. of videos, a couple of videos of that too. So yeah, everybody check those out. Yeah, I appreciate awesome. that. Thank you. And I also go to horror movie conventions too, since this is a horror podcast. Right. Um, in September, I'm going to go. I'm going to go see. Um, I'm going to go to Son of Monster Palooza, which is kind of like Texas Frightmare. Um, but I think you guys have a little better guests than we do sometimes, so I'm kind of jealous about that. So I saw yeah. you guys' uh, interviews, and then the guests they had there was was pretty awesome. So I'd love to go down there one time. Um, but it's, it's the same thing. It's just a smaller ver- version of uh, Monster Palooza, which is a, more based on special effects. But they do get a lot of guests, and this last one they had uh, Robert England and Heather Langkamp and Man- and Manuel. So that was just for me. That was great to get my Nightmare on Elm Street poster signed because that's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. All right, um, nice. In fact, this Thursday I'm gonna go see a screening of a uh, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. It was supposed to be Cult of Chucky, but apparently if a movie comes out on DVD, you can't play it in the theater. What? So yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. So they they had to play. So he, had to, he was gonna he was gonna do a double feature of Bride and Cult, but apparently since it went to DVD, you can't do that. Oh, but, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. The curating, yeah, the guy's curating. He's gonna have Dom and Cena and Jennifer Tilly there, and wow. uh, I have a Chucky doll signed by Tom Holland and Alex Vincent. So I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully get some more signatures on that doll with with them. Them. So that's gonna be on Thursday. So I'm hopefully get pictures with them here pretty soon. Um, so I'm excited about that. So yeah. It's funny, I was on the horror podcast, I get to talk horror, so I just had to mention my little horror stuff there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool, well, shit, man. Come down to Frightmare, man. We'll, we'll hook you up with you. For sure, man. I, yeah, like I said, when, it's, when's the next one? It's coming up right here. 
Yeah, it's, ah, it's yeah. always it's that always in uh, in early May. And actually, uh, now that you now that you mention it, if you go to their website, te- uh, Texas Frightmare, and if you check mm-hmm. out, I think it's on the sixth, August sixth. They're going to mm-hmm. be announcing everything. So they'll announce all the guests. They'll open the hotel, the actual hotel there. They'll open it up for people to check in. So if you want to stay at the hotel where the where the convention is actually going on. You can do yeah. that if you if you jump in really fast and buy and you can also buy your tickets. So all that's uh, coming up on August the sixth. Are you guys going again? Oh hell yeah! Nice. <laughs> now, did you guys get a hotel, or did you guys do you guys live close to it, or did you get a hotel? Uh, we got a hotel, but I think this time we're going to try to actually stay there. Nice. Oh we yeah, stayed, definitely. Yeah, we stayed in a couple of different places close by, but it's not the same, man. Yeah, Brian's yeah. coming down. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm you are finally finally going. Oh, to try to make. No, nice. I'm not gonna say try. I'm coming. I'm okay. definitely coming. Will, right. will you guys do a live episode from there? Uh, oh should. yeah, for yeah. sure. We're we're nice. thinking about doing some things. Maybe starting a YouTube channel, something. You know. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We'll do it. We'll do a couple of things for sure. Um, but man, we appreciate you being on the show. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out your podcast and encourage our listeners to as well now you said that is it it's bad boys podcast network is that right like what's the actual bad boys podcast? oh it's just badboyspodcast.com okay you guys are on itunes right yeah because there's a lot of other okay, bad cool. boys on just there but uh it. yeah because i think there's a bad boys one but i think we're the bad boys the Cause bad on, boys because on our website it's just badboyspodcast.com but okay, i believe cool. i'm the iTunes, it's like, the, yeah. All right. If you see the GBPC logo, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we'll put some we'll put some links on the uh, the the uh, podcast notes that we're putting up this week for sure. Okay. Uh, so they'll be able to find it. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, one one two or three of us will like to be on your show in the next week or two if that's good. We'll definitely work that out. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank um, you. Yeah. I'll, I'll get with you on the side for that. So uh, for sure. Anyway, want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. You guys know where to find us. And uh, Next week, our, our good friend Jay Black is coming on with us again. We're going to talk about uh, The Dark Tower as well as The Shining. Uh, so until The Horror Returns again... Buenos Nachos! I've already used that, but I was going to do it again. <laughs>